0: This is Infection, the survival podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, August 21st, 2018, episode 188. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm screwing everything up. It's like I'm intoxicated, but I'm not. Welcome to the program. I um, saying it's not the twenty first. I know. What is I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like all I'm like all out of whack. I mean, welcome to infection. This is the podcast. I could I mean I might as well just start drinking. What what could possibly go wrong? Uh infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. we we'll bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig at Nicholas M. Craig is my Twitter. Infectionpodcast.com is my website. I'm not inebriated and neither is he and he's in boise idaho brian with an i yes. Aldridge. hey brian
1: hey if you want to find me at boise computer on twitter of course my blog bite of uh and then we have our website where there's lots of cool information if you're looking for any of the patch notes that we discuss uh we play some videos during the show maybe you're in the audio only format uh you can go jump on our website infectionpodcast.com on the right or on the the center area you'll see all the episodes that we've we've done. So we are at, this will be episode 188. So you can go look at any of the notes from those past episodes. Uh, And also on the right hand side, we have a link to our discord group. So maybe you're wanting to give some input that might help direct future shows. Uh, You can just jump into our discord and uh, jump into the news channel and post links in there. So if you just click join our server on discord, that'll connect you up. It's really easy. It's a free client. Uh, they have a nice mobile app as well if you don't want to install something on your computer uh, and they have a web-based version so you don't even have to install an app if you don't want to if you just want to jump in there every once in a while yes then uh, we have links to our youtube channel or twitch channels of course is live right now if you're here on tuesday and uh, in our audio only formats so whatever if we're not on a platform that you're normally used to maybe listening to people on or watching something on Make sure you let us know because we try to be on every platform out there. So if you are on, you have a preference for a platform or maybe an app, something, uh, just send us a message if we're not on there and we'll look into getting listed.
0: Yes, you can do that. I want to give a, a special shout out to all of our audio listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've got a lot of people that are... Um, I don't know if you uh, you call them the silent majority. I guess is what you'd say. But people that listen to the show on, on the audio, the the podcast version, they don't chat, they don't tweet, they don't email, they don't Discord, they don't Steam. They just listen to the audio show. I, I one Lurkers. of them one of them reached out to me this week, and I'd never seen the name before. Um, and and that that's that's who that's who it was. It was a it was a lurker. Um, so I know there's a whole bunch of people out there. Thank you for supporting us through the last 100 and. 87 episodes um thanks thanks for tuning in obviously we've got our vocal yeah. majority uh our friend judd blowing up the chat right now and i do want to give a quick shout out to our friend johnny fine who subscribed um on twitch right before we got started uh this evening johnny thank you very much appreciate it as always and uh brian i mean it, it's it's happening we are uh, at this point, I think now I think are ten days away from it's a week, week and a half. Week and a half, yeah. I mean, tomorrow uh, Thursday, I'll be leaving very early next Thursday morning um, to head out to uh, the the great state of Washington. And uh my great state of Washington. I mean, it's great. I've never been there, so I don't know the great state of Washington. I'm gonna say the great state of Seattle. That would have been great uh <laughs> heading out to the, uh, republic
1: of seattle. Yeah, the
0: republic of seattle to um embark on pax west 2018 uh we yes. sat down last night went through our uh emails of um our, our, our barrage of emails that have come in from people hawking their games we've got a list of people we want to check out um there's some cool panels there's a lot of there's some cool brian there's some cool after parties which we're gonna have to go check yep. out um so, there's a lot of cool stuff. So, we're doing that here in, um, I think the show starts in 11 days, but we'll be out there a day, a day early. Um,
1: okay. yeah, pretty much the day before to get settled, get checked into our Airbnb and make sure that everyone's there.
0: Yeah. This says nine days. I, so that's Thursday. I, I so, we're it, nine it, days from Thursday. Days in we're, Thursday. When we leave. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're 10 days from the show, nine days until that event. So, uh, there you go look we're, uh, we're we're looking we're looking forward to it and if you're going to be out there if you know somebody that is going to be out there um and they want to you know grab something to eat grab a drink whatever let us know we will uh, we'll be out there almost all day thursday all day friday all day saturday all day sunday which w- we only spent two days at pax east last year we'll be out there yep. for almost four full days and then everybody leaves on monday so looking forward to it. it's gonna be a lot of fun um be nice to.
1: We'll have more time to get some restaurants this time.
0: Oh yeah, there'll be a lot of restaurants. Plus, nice. we'll be able, I think, to check out some other things at the show that may be interest to us personally, but not to the podcast, which is more of a survival zombie, you know, shoot up kind of audience. Some per, obviously, we're all into, we're much more into board games now than we were last year, I'm, and there's a whole bunch of board game stuff going on, um, at at PAX. So we'll check all that stuff out. Nevertheless, that's coming up. We got one more episode before PAX yes. and uh, we'll be, we'll be wheels up. I'll we'll be flying out. So
1: yes. Yes. All right. And then, yeah, that's what it'll be interesting to see uh, because we, you know, looking at, at the list, there's not a, as many survival games, but, but that's the, the survival games that have put out and are known to people right now. So hopefully uh, one thing I'm going to be looking at is getting on the ground and finding maybe talking to some of the different people and say, have you seen any survival games here? Are there any upcoming survival games? Maybe, uh, some interviews of maybe soon to be announced or announced at PAX, PAX, possibly type of survival games. So, uh, that'll be kind of our goal is to get some of those new and upcoming things. Uh, and then, I mean, we kind of branch out because, you know, we talk about other games that are, I mean, H1Z1 kind of did this to us since it is halfway survival. It's, it's a BR game now. Yeah. And everything's Um, a BR
0: game.
1: Yeah, and so it seems like everything has a BR game, so it kind of made us branch out from survival to, you know, that's all under survival now, I guess, even though it's not really survival. yeah, You're trying to survive a match.
0: Well, originally survival was zombies or an environment or an infection or something like that. Huh, infection. Um, But now when we're looking at trailers and stuff, pretty much anything that involves killing Food something or, or yeah an or inventory management where <laughs> <anything. laughs> yeah, you
1: have to bandage it seems like oh, that's a survival game
0: yeah and and you know that's i think obviously because uh, what would we talk about i mean h1 h1z1 has abandoned us so uh yeah. we got to find something to talk about so
1: yep all right um so this week we are going to be doing for our game of the week overwatch uh there has been a new character that's been put in there so we, we're gonna get some time in there check it out uh and it's that's one of those stable games that we know uh there's going to be no visible hackers and it's going to run correctly uh, a lot of people have it uh it's a, it's a it's a top tier game that you can play so we're going to play some overwatch this week and if you have overwatch make sure you have it all updated um maybe if you haven't launched battle.net in a little while open it up the day before make sure everything downloads so that uh, so that you're Overwatch is ready to go on Friday night.
0: Yes, always, uh, make sure you're, always make sure your games are up to date so that you don't have to deal with any of that nonsense during uh during the time. So yes, uh, check that out Friday night. That'll be now. 8 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Yes, and uh, you can join that. The way you do that is you head on over to our Discord server, which Brian says on our website, infectionpodcast.com. Click on our Discord icon, and that's where uh, people chat during it. So if you're going to be part, jump in the chat and, and interact now yeah, so we,
1: yeah we played we did play a game it's fast friday how did that go uh, we, we played some PUBG, Ooh. and i will have to say that i feel like the the hackers in the game are as bad as ever wow or possibly worse um i just from seeing people's comments regarding the game lately uh it's it's a majority of games that you're seeing hackers now uh one interesting thing that i i did realize last week is that it's from what i can tell there's three different anti-cheats in PUBG right now most people realize battle eyes on there you yeah. talk about a private one uh but it also installs easy anti-cheat when you launch it
0: yeah i've seen easy anti-cheats named before so that's that's something
1: kind of odd that um i I thought there was only two in there but they're running three anti-cheats and they're still just it seems to be blatant aimbot um i I don't see people flying around but it's it's got to be my opinion is that if they don't fix this fairly soon the game is going to just going to go downhill to where i think the player base will start to abandon it because we've seen this with h1z1 uh, they'll only put up with so much and we kind of called it right before it happened. You know, we started saying the cheaters are out of control. If they don't fix it, like the player base is going to drop away. The game is going to die. And I think with this, you know, sure, they've got their mobile uh, that people play, but that's a different game. That's not the same thing. No, uh, not even the same the company PC, that's making it. No, I, but I think the PC client, I don't think anything that they do unless they can get the amount of hackers solved uh, or, you know, down to the minimal amount to where it's not obvious every other game that somebody is, is shooting you with an aimbot. or for me watching the, the replays really make it blatant because <laughs> when somebody's sitting there and keeps looking, cause you can see your marker in the replay, right. In the death cam. Uh, so when you can see that they keep looking over at your, your character that they're not supposed to even see. Uh, and and then they kind of work their way up and come right in the room where you're at and shoot you. That's very frustrating. So, uh, I I just, I think that that, if that might hurt them, the fact that they let people view those because it just makes it that much more obvious when somebody's doing something like that and you can see it. Um, you know, it might help maybe get a few less reports because I've had one where I've watched it again and say, okay, that, that looks legit, right? But now when it's not legit, it's usually very obvious. Um and I don't know if these you know how much they're banning anymore. We haven't heard anything from uh from Battle Eye about their bans since January. Really? When they made yeah. that yeah, they made that one announcement saying we banned this many people and that's the last time they've really talked about it.
0: Um looking through our notes. I don't think we have any PUBG news this week that's relevant so i don't want to really dovetail into PUBG. I I, I looked at their yeah
1: their fix but list they don't they're not doing a a weekly update on that yet
0: but um there's been clear i mean there's been some radio what's the name of this program that they're doing this month or over the next couple months uh fix 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 the game yeah fix your game fix Fix PUBG. um yep even with that there's still some radio silence. Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, our friend Ross just popped into the chat. He's been kind of my point man on PUBG. Whenever there's something going on, he sends me a message. And the last thing I'd heard from him is that it was rampant with cheaters. And he was starting not to like playing it because it was rampant with cheaters. Um, I don't know if that is, I, I don't know how much that's changed, but from. All of the experiences from casual players, that still seems to be the case. The game is just rampant with with hackers, and now you're saying yeah. they're running. To your knowledge, at least there's three anti cheats installed. Doesn't mean they're all running simultaneously, but there are three potential anti cheats that are being used. Yeah, if the game
1: when you install PUBG, it installs. Well, I don't know what their local one is that they're talking about. Like, there's not an executable; it's built into the game. But there's two. Uh, third-party anti-cheats that are being installed along with PUBG when you install it. Yeah. Ross is saying... There are a few notes that they did have. I don't know if we want to dovetail into PUBG since we're sure. talking uh, about it so but much. But
0: real quick before we do that, Ross is saying that we see them every day, but it's not as bad as it was. It's pretty much like playing CSGO, which I, I guess there's hackers in CSGO. I, I mean, I don't know. So th- there is clearly an issue still. I think the spectrum can agree that there's an issue. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, this is the thing is
1: this has become the standard with these types of games. Uh, an interesting conversation. And I think would be, can these type of games survive this amount of cheating? Because a good I don't know that, that all these games that are coming out right now that are of this style, uh, all of them seem to have this same issue. They can't tackle cheating. It's something that that is rampant across any kind of battle royale game, uh, any type of online game. I mean, you know, we talked about CS:GO. Anything that's like this, people cheating makes a big difference in these games. I think that Fortnite either planned it out or got very lucky because just the the whole building mechanic kind of changes uh the ability for cheaters to have as much of an advantage because there's not a cheat you can really do that sits there and makes you build really well like that takes skill that takes ability no matter what cheating won't fix that um you know the best you could probably do is make a macro maybe that would make you jump and build a building right but that's not that's not the worst thing that could possibly happen um i think that a game uh that's just plain mechanics like like h1z1 or like PUBG of shooting running around and looting um that doesn't have something else to throw that off i think they're all going to be susceptible to this to where i don't think they can i don't think any of them will be able to truly be successful in the long run because i think they're all going to be as soon as they start getting popular this happens they get weighed down with cheaters and then people get to the point where they're just tired of it and then they go do something else. And I think part of it has to do with the number, with the skin market. Uh, I think a lot of, of cheating and people trying to get skins brings a lot of, of the China market into it um, because they use it as a way of making money. Right. Uh, So I think that, I think the fact that, that these games are letting people sell skins causes some of this problem to happen. What, What does Fortnite do that? No, they they don't have that. This is something where people get skins, but you know you're not having people playing with bots. Well, I mean, you look at PUBG Mobile. There's people playing with bots just landing, uh, you know, or in even in the regular game. Originally, I remember people were were having bots just landed and, and gathered skins all day. Um, it just creates a weird environment for these type of games, that I think once again Fortnite's the example. Like they they're showing how it's possible to not be overcome by this.
0: Yeah, I mean I think the it's no surprise and I mean there it, here's the thing real quick. There is no sol- there is no uh, what's the word? there's no indefinite solution for making cheaters stop. There's no switch you can flip that says, "Oh, there's no more cheaters." There will always be there will always be people that try to and in some cases, do exploit the game. The question is, how do you make it so that cheating? Well, first of all, so the first of all, there's consequences. But second of all, it doesn't. If you're going to cheat, make the cheats so minimal that they don't destroy everybody else's play experience. Yeah. I guess you're not. You're never. My whole point is, you're never going to stop cheaters. To say that somebody has stopped cheaters is ridiculous. It's just, it's not. It's not a thing that you can do. And that, I think that's what Fortnite has done. If you look at what Fortnite has done, their guns aren't that
1: accurate, right? Um, this is true. If anyone's doing instant shots, and they probably have a way, to, if anyone's doing single shot kills with Fortnite, uh, you know, on a regular basis, most likely they're cheating. Like, there's plenty of missing. Uh, and then the whole building mechanic throws that off as well. Like, even if you're using aimbot, um, or not necessarily even aimbot, but you're using ESP and things like that, Okay, you find the person, but there's not an easy way to instantly kill a really good player because they have all the buildings going on and everything else. So, I think that they that we'll see games have to get more creative, of of coming up with ways to just make it to where cheating isn't as effective as it could be.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right on that. Um,
1: yeah, that's I mean that's just for that's the frustration we had Friday night. I we I played we played a number of games and we played for a while. Uh, but it just got to the point. And for me, I was having crashes, it kept kicking out to desktop. Um, the client is just very unstable for me and which is frustrating. And so, uh, uh, but I didn't give up. Like I kept launching it. We got in, played a number of games. It would kick out. Like it would crash every couple games. I don't know if it has a memory leak or something that it's doing. Um, yeah, uh, and then it, then it eventually kind of kicks out. Um, Ross is saying, you know, I don't know if you know, but assume Fortnite is like eighty percent consoles or more. Um, but even before consoles were brought into the mix, like we didn't have these issues. Also, uh, look at um, a game like uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. You don't you don't think about cheaters in Rocket
0: League? No, but it's like that kind of a mechanic. How can they cheat? Well, it's a much simpler game. I mean, as so I'm saying though,
1: it's like the mechanics of that. Like we can play Rocket League and we're never thinking, oh, that guy's cheating because they've come, they've got mechanics in that game that don't really accommodate cheating. I, th- I think we're going to see more games like that be the popular games to where it you can play and it's not like, oh, is that guy cheating? Um, yeah, and I just I think that that's that's going to have to happen because I think there will be a boiling point with this uh, after it happens so many times with so many different games. Either people are going to go play different kinds of games. You know, Maybe they'll leave this whole, this will be what kills this whole genre.
0: I think it's a possibility.
1: Or or they'll have to come up with something creative to keep it alive.
0: Well, I'm just telling you, uh, we talked about this probably three weeks ago. We talked about how often we've been playing these games. You and I both looked. We had not launched PUBG in a in, in a two or three month time period. And even when yeah. we launched it, I don't believe you had an itch to play PUBG Friday. You played it because it was game of the week. And I'm sure some of the other people that played yeah. it were the same thing. Fortunately, and I, I haven't...
1: Sometimes you play a, a game of the week and it's like oh I forgot how fun that game is and it's like you you got kind of catch yourself wanting to play it throughout the week. I have not had that feeling at yeah. all. I was like I closed it. I said I'm I don't want to play it anymore. I closed it and I haven't thought about it since.
0: Yeah, but the, so the, exactly, and I think that's a segment with a lot of people. Now, don't get me wrong, we'll cover it. There are still plenty of people playing PUBG. We're not saying that at all. Yeah, but there is, there just seem to be a. And, and maybe this is just our circle. You know, I don't. I don't want to talk in absolutes. As you know, as our, our little subgroup of people that play in our communities is a limited sample size. But there does seem to be dwindling enthusiasm, I guess, over yeah. over these battle royale games. Um, just, well,
1: be- I mean, there's so many of them come out, and you know, it's just you, the mechanics the same for most of them. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to transition into something that controlled a lot of conversation this week on social media, and that was H1Z1. And and if you've been following, if if uh, if you've been if you've listened to the last probably two months worth of shows, we've spent um, some time at the beginning of every show with like a larger topic, like the, almost the first half of the show with a larger topic, and I think today H1Z1 is is a good. Um, is a good one to talk about for a little while. Yeah. Uh, we covered two weeks ago, the, the Jace hall um, of twin galaxies was becoming the project manager. I think was that his title wasn't ironed out he said there were no contracts signed. There were still NDAs to be signed, but he was essentially going to be leading the charge for H1Z1, which is at H1Z1. Got, yeah. Being the guidance the direction
1: the direction like, sounds like, like direction manager is the best thing i can think of yeah as far as giving people on that team like here's what people want go this direction well, he's lead, I, mean, a, he's he listened, I mean he's leading the charge not listened he's riding yeah. out in
0: front of everybody on his horse and the whole pack is falling behind and that's essentially what's going yeah. on here um i've so we covered that we covered we covered that a couple weeks ago and Here's the there's a couple things about Jace. I've never met Jace, I've never actually talked to Jace. I would love to have him on the program. We probably should reach out to him. Jace Hall is a showman. Yeah. And he and he's a damn good one at that. He is he knows exactly how to get people going. He is he knows show business. He knows it. He gets it. He works with Twin Galaxies. He puts on the whole H1P1 uh or half puts on the H1P1 tournament. With Twin Galaxies and uh, Daybreak, this man knows how to make, I mean, Christ, he had his own TV show. I mean, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows show business. He knows how to get reaction. He knows how to make things look nice and sexy in video. He, he gets it. So yeah. over the past couple of weeks, his Twitter has been this hotbed of little clips and little snippets and little videos and little screenshots, and the H1Z1 community is eating it up. Now there's a couple yeah. reasons that I think they're eating it up. First of all, we have not had any direction in this game for nine months now, a year now. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what time I, I, time has just flown with this game. I, I couldn't, I I don't know when things happen. I mean, it's just been such a long process. The game was supposed to be out July of 2015, um, but we haven't had any direction in a while. So he's now kind of in charge of things over there with H one Z one. We it looks like it's just the battle royale style game. I don't think he hasn't mentioned anything about just survive.
1: So I think that he's. So here's one interesting thing about the way he works, from what I've seen. Um, he doesn't say no right to something because he's a showman. I think, yeah, I think that if if enough people asked him the question of what about just survive, I think I think he wants to leave the door open right if he saw that there was huge amounts of interest in just survive he would go down i think he would go down that route right probably so i think i think that that is something to where that's why he says uh you know he'll say we'll we'll look into it or there'll be more info later i think that he that would be an option i just think that there's probably not enough interest in just survive now I think, so I think it's going to be left behind, but I think with him, he's the type of guy that says anything is on the table is, is what I gather from him. And
0: that is part of, it, it's quite funny because I, he practices a lot of principles that um, my boss has kind of driven into our company and, and, and with customer focus and not, you know, cl- not H1Z1 in the past has not done things because of essentially artificial limitations they have artificially put up walls blockers and barriers because because there's no i mean there has not been at least a public reason there's just been art there's been artificial in my opinion there's been artificial barriers and whatever jace is not like that so what happened over the past week is they uh, there was a series of videos on Jace's Twitter um, that appeared to be narrated by Adam Clegg, um, who is one of the only uh, o- OGs still at <laughs> still at Daybreak. One of the only names that yeah. we still know. Um, so we had um, we had him release a, a set of three videos in which they were talking about um, PS3. Now, for people that don't actively follow. H1Z1 anymore and may maybe I haven't followed it in a year and a half um they may think why would H1Z1 would be talking about PlayStation 3 they're not they're talking about yeah. the the preseason 3 which it, by the way they should have you uh, they should have used another acronym talking about the game being back to PS3s it doesn't look great on the outside it looks great if you're in the community yeah. and you understand these acronyms but not everybody does so the series of videos they released showed the build from play season three, which a lot of streamers, a lot of, uh, tw- uh, people on Twitter, influencers in the battle Royale online community deem as the gold standard. There seems to be yeah. this consensus. And I wasn't, we weren't really into H one Z one at that time. So I don't remember exactly what place uh, PlayStation uh, preseason three uh, was, but that seems to be the consensus amongst the people that play the game. Preseason three was the was the greatest thing ever, and Jace has the, the the series of videos have have they've alluded to the fact. Well, they haven't alluded. They are going to essentially rebuild the game based around what things were and how things acted and how things operated in. The third preseason well, of the pretty game.
1: much pre pre um Re- combat update. Yes, pre combat. That's, that's when
0: people really attribute
1: the downfall of the game is the con- whether that's it or not. Um, that's what people blame it on. Um, and I, I think that it that it could be very well what it is, but a lot of people will say the combat update was what really started making people leave the game. So. Uh, that's what they're wanting to do is pretty much
0: roll back before that update. Okay, so that being said, I think this is good. From what I remember of that time period, the game was popular and it was successful. Nevertheless, here is my concern and I don't want to be the negative guy, but I but I have to be because I'm working based off the past two years of the game. And negativity is all I know about this game. When we talk about Ark, we we don't talk about Ark in a negative light, because Ark has done nothing to cast a negative glow around them. H1Z1, on the other hand, has done nothing but destroy their... has nothing but build up, destroy, and build up and destroy, and do the same thing over and over and over again. That, so... I don't want to be super critical because we don't have all the information, but I have a feeling and I have a fear right now that this is being overhyped by Jace. And I'm not blaming Jace, but Jace is a showman. He knows PR. He knows how to get reactions. I mean, you look at the replies on his tweets. You look at the comments on Reddit. People are eating it up. I mean, he is spoon-feeding them the remake of... Preseason three. He is spoon feeding it to them and they are loving every second of it. When you set the bar, we've seen this happen before. When you set the bar so freaking high on how great everything is going to be and it isn't to the T exactly how people envisioned it and exactly how people imagined it in their minds, you have failed. Doesn't matter if you did it 95 or 98% of the way. If you don't hit every Last point, if you don't cross every T, dot every I, it's a failure because you set the bar so high, and I've got a concern that that may be happening with this preseason three hype that he's generating. I don't blame him for generating. The the community needs to be jump-started. Nobody cares about this game. Nobody's playing the game. There needs to be some enthusiasm. There needs to be some energy. So and he and he is very very smart with how he's releasing these videos. He's releasing them in sections. He released a new one today just before the show. You probably haven't seen it, Brian. Um or he's sitting down with an engineer. They're looking at a spectator mode. They talk about anti-cheat uh, and how they're working on anti-cheat systems that are that are, that are, you know, next level things and it just they're they're talking about this stuff and he does it in a very candid way. I just have a fear that this is getting overhyped. I I hope that I'm wrong. I so, hope that I get proved wrong. But Brian, I mean, you can only set yourself so up for failure. I think here's a, here is a kind of a, a
1: parallel. Everybody talks about in WoW, they want to have the Lich King days back, right? They want not know what
0: the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so they want to go to
1: the kind of mid 2000s WoW that everybody talked about how that was the best wow. And so everybody's wanting to have those original servers and they want to roll back and have a client. That's those that's that client that has the, the everything from those days. Right. And I, I think, and it's just like us when we go play, if we go back and play H1Z1, even if we go back to the exact same moments when we had our most fun, it will not be as much fun because it's not the same. It, it was the people that did it, right? If if you could create that same uh people and and the attitude of the time, uh, you can take. I could go back and and have the exact same client for a while. Right now, you know what? I go back there and say, this wasn't as good as I would remember. I have a really good feeling that that is what would happen. Oh I think wow, that's this exactly sucks! What's going to happen? Look tomorrow. at
0: all these bugs. Look at all these issues. Look
1: the at the all graphics, these things. Like the graphics are down been downgraded. Like I, I would look at it and start noticing all those things that I, I look past. Then, and I think here is just the same with this. If they roll back, there will be things that people see that are in the new version that they're like, oh, you know what? It, this wasn't as good. Like the the thing that they fixed here that was better. Uh, it's easy to look back and have a memory of something and think that it was great because your mind makes, polishes
0: it for you. Yeah. It makes it it makes it seem better than it really was. People that have listened to the show in the past know that I've used this example a hundred times, and I'm I'm glad our friend Ross brought this back up. He says, um, "Yeah, I want MW2 back," referring to Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I mean, yeah. that is. When people talk about the golden era of Call of Duty, for a lot of people, it's Modern Warfare 2. You go put yourself back in 2008, 2009, whenever that game came out, it sucked. Yeah. It sucked. The game was glitchy. It was buggy. It, it, it was just terrible. There was javelin glitches. People were hacking. People were shoot, shooting AC-130s out of their bodies. The game was broken as hell there's care package I mean the game was a disaster but it's still my favorite call of duty because the, yeah. my mind has yeah you know, I was playing with all my buddies. I was in high school it was great it was fantastic yeah, it was
1: it was that moment that created it uh, and the thing is is when you go and, and you try to recreate that it's never gonna be the same yeah, um, yeah. you know you, once in a while you'll come across something like I, I went and played uh, everQuest oh like years ago I went and played EverQuest again. And you want to know what, like I went in there and I was like, everything is so blocky <laughs> and fuzzy. I can hardly tell what some things are. Like my imagination doesn't make that look real for me anymore. We're back then in the late nineties, early to that, like 2000, you, you know, you were used to fuzzy graphics. Oh, yeah. And so your mind filled well, you in the were. blanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so my, your mind filled in the blanks. I went back and played that now. And it's like, everything's just big blocks. Like my mind, I expect more now, but in my mind, before I went and jumped in there, I remembered EverQuest having much better graphics than that, right? Uh, Everything is like that. And so it's great to, like, I like remastered, uh, if they could come up with a, a remastered,
0: um, well, they did that with, um, they just remastered Call of Duty four. Yeah. Uh, they, they just re- i think it was caught for that they did like a you remaster can give people
1: on. that same feeling but with the new updated
0: look i think people you, appreciate
1: that much more
0: but see that's the problem this is what happened this is what happened i i feel like the same thing happened when they did the z1 remaster i mean yeah. i think i think that is what what the thing was with with z1 remaster um i i like that map because It was the map that we knew for just survive, but I'm of the opinion that, that actually Z, was it called Z2? Did they have another name? I think it was just Z2. Um, I yeah. am of the opinion that Z2 was a better King of the Kill map, Z1 was a better just survive map. That's and the just, thing is, that's is, just my
1: opinion. But one, the, the remastered is not in Z1, so it's like, what's the difference? You know, what I'm saying like the, the thing that they should have used it for, because that's the thing is, we enjoyed running around those towns and it the way that the play style worked out that was enjoyable um and i think when they when they go and redo the map like it just kind of broke up that flow and it made it not as natural of a match map for just survive um i think i think that they get so caught up on here's what people want now people want that original feeling they had when they played the game when it first came out that's what they want Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to deliver that. They're going to have to make something new and just try to make it as good as they can. So, but we'll see. I mean, they can roll it out and maybe it'll be something amazing. But from previous experience of seeing this happen over and over again with gaming communities, thinking that the old version of it was the best. And then when when they remake, you know, they put something out that's just like the old one. Usually there's no ongoing hype. There's hype for a week. Then people stop
0: playing it. And and my concern is that even if they hit preseason three on the head with a hammer, people remember it being better than it was because that's just the way people are. And 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 I don't think that um, the hype that. Uh, uh, that, that jace is doing is is helping i mean we saw the hype with no man's sky and that was with very little information the internet blew that out of proportion when you're constantly leaving these little breadcrumbs on twitter i uh, uh, i don't want to say he's setting himself up for failure because that seems that seems ridiculous but he's setting up the Brian. that would be for, like me saying here we are going to interview every single game that is at pax west You know, I mean But could we, but we know but, we can't. But but, but hold on we a could. second. We could. That's bullshit. We could, Brian. We absolutely could interview every single game. I think we could. I really do. We're gonna be there for If We for, gave each game
1: five minutes we and gonna, we did nonstop. We,
0: we are gonna be there for three we're gonna do we'll be there. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be there. We'll be doing three days of the show. I guarantee you we could come pretty damn close to interviewing every single game. First of all, it would be a terrible we would have a terrible time. We'd be... be we'd be we'd, it would we'd be exhausted. And yeah. you're right. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't be able. But,
1: but to if do we it. come out and say, you know, uh, but but the thing is, is we've we realize our limitations, and we realize to deliver the best of what we are going to do, here's what we, here's how we'll do it. Um, and so that my concern is, since Jace really doesn't have any experience doing this, and he doesn't, he may not even know what the realistic expectations are, or of of
0: delivery for uh, programming and things like that. But you know, that may be a good thing. The more and more I've thought about this, when you've got somebody in charge, I'm going to try to articulate this. I may need your help, Brian. When you've got somebody in charge that knows how the system should be done, how the system, let's say how the system works, right? Yeah. How the system traditionally works when they're in charge all of their thinking is based around we need to stay within these parameters, parameters. Yeah. why do we stay in these parameters because that's how we've done it in the past in in some respects not all respect i mean there are of course there are literal limitations i mean we're talking about a computer program there are literal limitations there's an engine there are actual limits there are physical limitations here but when you've got yeah. somebody in charge that knows the system you stick within your parameters you stick within your guidance. you're, you're i think you're less you stray less off the beaten path because, oh, that's going to be, you know, that that might, revol- that might, you know, that may require a, a rewrite of this. That may require a, re- a redo of this. That may require this or that. If you don't know the parameters, if you don't know the framework, and you're just kind of this loose can of cop, like Jace is just shooting from the hip, hey, we're going to do this, that, and this. Can the end result still be accomplished? Probably. But guess what? It's going to take a hell of a lot more work, which is fine. I mean, it's work. Do it. And at the end of the day, you might get a better product because the person leading the charge is not locked in the, this is how we develop H1Z1 framework. This very narrow thing. I'm a horse with blinders. All I know is these. this framework that I've always worked in because of this is how Sony Online did it and this is how Daybreak does it and this is how our engine does it. When you've got this guy that goes in here and says, "I don't care how the hell you did it, we're going to remake this game to be preseason number three. I don't care what you have to do, get it done. That may be what that he, may be what they he's need. Gonna do,
1: he's going to be willing to say, "Well, how close can we get it? Like, what can we do to get as close to this as what I'm wanting?" Um, to where before they would have said, "All right, here's what, yeah, as you said, here's what we're going to do because you know we know we can we can hit this mark." We can can hit this bar. And and I feel like H1Z1 at Daybreak has always set the bar low to something they know they can hit. Or we've seen some other games put out better than what we expected on some things because they set the the bar so high that whatever they do, even if it's short of what maybe they were internally expecting, they put out something that once it gets to us, it's like,
0: oh, that's really cool. I'm going to say, are they setting the bar low or are they setting the bar, as I was just saying, based on these predefined uh, tracks? I feel like that they always know like that they follow. I
1: feel like they haven't even hit the predefined, though. I feel, yeah, like, I I feel like they've come short on what the bar should be, like the average bar. Do you want to play any of these videos
0: that he put on here? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of which one was probably the best to show. The first one's pretty good. The first one kind of explains it a little bit. Um, The first one... Let me see if I can get this queued up here. Here we go. Drew is one of our programmers. And he was able to launch on his machine only, locally, PS3. When they say PS3, they mean the place uh, preseason so number three, not place. PlayStation three. So go to. Yeah. Where do you want me to go to? Go to solo. All right, I'm gonna go straight to solo. Go to solo. Oh, uh, there we go. There you go. So this is what it was at the time of PS3. Now, there are all kinds of issues with this because it doesn't have. This is just hit running it on his local machine, and he created all kinds of special things and special cases to make it run on his machine. But basically. This isn't connected to... Have, I got a bounty system. This isn't connected to any real servers. The this old crafting UI. Look at the old crafting UI. It, it doesn't a, even have the fancy... It doesn't even have the fancy quick crafting thing. Crafting. There's, there's nothing. So this is basically a revert with bugs and all. No, nothing. So that's, um, that's kind of the stuff that Jace has been posting on Twitter, which is just this... And that was a three-part series. So they released the first one... They did them every couple days, it seemed yeah. like. The first one came out on August 15th. The second part came out on the 16th. And then the third part came out on the 20th. So that's how they did their... Um, that's how they were doing their their playtest system. Yeah. Um, so overall um I I feel like I hope they can get to to that place uh I keep saying play stage. I hope they get to that pre-season 3 thing. I just have a fear that it's being overhyped. The, I, and that's I, I mean I've done a lot of the I've done a lot of my feeling about this Brian. Am I crazy? Am I over analyzing? Am I wrong? So I mean, when, I just, I don't know. When I,
1: look, when I look at that first video where they're like, oh, look, we launched this client. Uh, for me, I don't understand personally why that was such a big accomplishment because... Well, they the said why.
0: Because there's no launch pad. There's no server it's connected to. It is literally running encapsulated on a single computer. There's no... There yeah, is but no,
1: he's got to have some sort of a server there running, is not, even if it's local. He mentioned that because
0: he... It, I think What's get, it connecting to to I, handle I all the... The server connection. I, it's not that's what they said in one of the videos they mentioned this is not connected to any server that- he's just he's done a whole bunch of he's tweaked a whole bunch of things to make it look like it's a server but it's not or, 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 I don't know what they said but it's it's not there's no launch pad which is what the third season had there's no server per se the, the physics are kind of wacky um, yeah. now there are a whole bunch of bugs see that's the problem is this this third play season preseason was rampant with bugs. I mean, they even yeah. mentioned in this thing that it is full of bugs. So it's kind of like they're starting over. They're just rolling back
1: and it, that should be easy though. That's the thing that But I don't they're understand. not rolling
0: they- back and they've made it clear that they can't roll back due to all of the changes which with launch pad and everything that's else. What I'm saying, so they That doesn't they
1: would be losing all those so it's just a weird they're remaking maybe maybe they're going to have them side by side where they can kind of mimic settings like okay here's how we were doing our bullet drop you know maybe they just have wanted to have a version that's sitting there that has all the settings and the way they were doing it then so they can reference it and try to mimic the settings as closely as as possible that seems the only thing that would make sense to me cuz i don't know why you'd waste your time um rolling back or wasting the time that was put into it to fix all those things. Yeah. Unless you take that person and say, all right, well we know what fixes we did to fix a lot of these issues and then re-implement the fixes, that seems like it'd almost be easier.
0: They're essentially rebuilding the old version with the up to date client. That's what that's what they're doing. And that's how they're yeah, gonna do it. And that's their big process and, and they keep saying that nothing is impossible. That's that that's their um, that's their slogan. That's their it just motto. takes time
1: and money. And, and are, is their investment company willing to put that much out if there? If they view that there's not enough hype, that's the thing is he's got to get this hype built up and he's got to get to where there's a certain amount of obvious, like, Oh, look, all these people are going to be so excited. They're going to get all these skins. Like money's going to come into the company again. Right. If they don't see if he doesn't hit the bar on hype, that investment company is going to say, all right, you know, scrap it just like they did with just survive. So I think for him, that's why he's pushing this so hard because he has to hit that mark to where when he, when the investment company kind of reevaluates this, they see, yeah, okay, there's a lot of people interested in this. Let's commit the time and resources to do this. Yeah. Cause it right now there's still probably minimal staff. I mean, most people are gone. It's not like they've rehired a big team of people yet, uh, if they're really going to put this time into it, so, I mean, this is kind of a, a small group of guys right now playing with it and
0: doing stuff. This is true. I just, I, I thought that was an interesting conversation. I don't. I, I hope that they're not setting them, their, their, themselves up for failure with this. Jace is a Jace we'll is a in six months. <laughs> yeah, Jace is a, a Jace is a showman. Jace is an entertainer. Jace gets the PR, the 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 image. Jace gets it. The question yeah. is, can they? Can they deliver? Can they deliver? And when you set, I'm just, I'm just, again, I'm shooting, I'm just, I'm just shooting from the hip here. When you set the bar so high, it makes it so much harder to deliver, especially with a garbage engine, with their still, which they're still limit, uh, which is still, I think, their biggest hurdle. Um, I don't know what the hell they have for staff. I mean, there are limitations still that they've got to deal with, so. Um, That's uh that that's the past week on H1Z1. It's been a while since we've had a kind of a more in depth conversation about H1Z1. Um, I just I I mean I hope it succeeds because I mean I really did I mean as much I much would much prefer to have just survive be worked on, but I remember playing on a semi regular basis H1Z1 around that time period. I mean I I there I remember hopping in in Discord channels and playing. Uh, h1z1 because at that point it, i don't i it, it must have been fun i was playing it I mean, there's a yeah. point when we were playing uh i think it was King of it was King.
1: around the time of the combat update that we lost full entry and i don't know that it was necessarily the combat end uh update uh or if it was the hackers or what what it was but there, it was around that time that we just said all right we're done now jade, jade i think you're having i starting to have like bad experiences every time we log in
0: yes and our friend uh Jay DeLore says saying in the chat, they don't need a showman. They need a game they need game makers. I disagree. They need they need somebody to lead the charge. And in a lot of I mean, look at um uh, look at uh um oh man, I'm totally drawn a blank on this one. Um Steve Jobs and help you have been around. Steve Steve Jobs. I mean Steve Jobs as as much as he was he was a showman. And he, he, if, if you told Steve Jobs when he was running Apple the second time before he died that something couldn't be done,
1: he didn't accept
0: limitations. He, he fired That's, you. You were fired. You were unemployed. He did not want yeah. you to hear, he did not want to hear, no, we can't do this.
1: That, that can't be done. No. That and, was not in his vocabulary. No.
0: And the reason that this is this iPhone, fo- the reason that, that the every almost, not everybody is walking around with a self a smartphone in their pocket today, is because st- st- people told Steve Jobs no, and he said either do it or get lost. And yeah. and, and, and I don't know if that makes him a showman, but they've got they, I believe they've got the people that can actually make the game. I mean, they've got programmers that have been in this industry for tw- twenty years with EverQuest. I mean, these people know how to program, but they don't know. But there's ne- there's never been somebody to lead the charge. Chris Wynn was on it for a little while. He uh, got an, a, a, I guess, a lucrative offer from Riot Games and, and worked over there. Uh, Smedley was the Just Survive lead, but once those games split in half and he was fired, there really—I don't think there has been this ma- this massive control. There has not been this driving force like Jace. So I, having the game makers, of course, is important, but having the showman leading the charge. Saying this is what we're gonna do. Figure it out is almost as almost, if not more important than the developers themselves. The de- and yeah. I, I, this is gonna sound really mean. The de- you can find developers. You can't always find a showman
1: and a person who's who puts out an idea and says this is get this done. But that's what I'm saying. That, I, mean, I mean, that's you, much you harder at, to replace. Steve Jobs. He came up with ideas. And then he just pushed people to make that, you know, make it happen. Um, And I think that we've had with H1Z1, no one having that formed idea of here's what the game is supposed to be. Because we've seen the game go a million different directions in the past couple of years.
0: Three, three and a half years or something. How long we've been doing the show. Yeah.
1: It's gone everywhere on us. So, I mean, that's the thing is I think that if anything, having one person saying here is what we want to make. And one person having because that's that's what Smedley did. Smedley had an idea, and he pushed them to make that idea. And I think ever since he left, no one has actually had any clue of what the game was supposed to be. They just seemed like they were going week to week.
0: Yeah. And it, we've been proven wrong. I feel like we've said things like this very similar in the past because we believed it. I believe it again. I'm looking forward to it. I I want H1Z1 to to be successful. There's no reason for it not to be successful. I'm of, I'm of the honest opinion, and I don't have any information to back this up, that if they get Just Survive, excuse me, if they get King of the Kill, H1Z1, to a decent level, there is a possibility for Just Survive. I really do think if they can get King of the Kill back to its glory days and people are eating it up, I do think there is something for Just Survive. I really do. Because at this point, yeah. they would have closed. Somebody is keeping it on the back burner for a reason. And I hope it's yeah. because eventually they plan on turning that into, you know, something something else.
1: Yeah, um, I did want to play he, that last video that he posted, or the the last one where it says currently, because um, I thought this was interesting. He logs in and he does stuff. Uh, one is thing to- is, is there
0: any talking? Yeah, there is. Okay, you'll appreciate this. All right, hold on one second here, Brian. Twitter videos are a little this, weird to play.
1: This will sound very familiar to you.
0: Hold on, I, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All yep. right, here is, uh, I can't find my screen capture. All right, here is Jace Hall. Is that is him? Is he narrating it? Um, uh, no, it's just it's a video that oh. he posted. Okay, here we go. Don't cheat. You,
2: no cheating. you cheater cheater you cheater you know good you know good you cheat no hacking you no know, you know hack you no know, you know, you,
0: know, you you know hack you know hack
2: you don't cheat you cheater you, cheat. you, cheat. you There
0: is
2: no cheating, you no (laughs) cheat. No
0: cheating, you. Yeah, this is us. (laughs) I don't know. know This is him. It says Jace Hall on the left.
2: No more cheating for you. No more cheating for you. You get no cheating, you.
1: So, this is he posts things like this, which is kind of funny because this reminds me of the old days of H1Z1. I mean, if they're wanting season three back, there you go.
0: Yeah. And Uh, but he he responds to people's tweets with more info soon. He keeps uh, he's he 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 gets it. I hope he can do it. I just I have a I I think it's possible that he's overhyping it. But nevertheless, I think if there was a guy to do it, somebody that doesn't know the limitations, somebody that can say I don't want to take no as an answer, freaking make it work. That may be, and I I don't know if he's like that. I mean, he may not be, but I I have a feeling he's not interested in taking no for an answer.
1: So uh, one thing I did find interesting, I saw somebody actually get banned uh because they were mess they were playing with him like not messing with him, they were actually in a- he joins late night games and plays around with people uh. in the games. Uh and so he was spawning in this whole other vehicle that's not even in the game anywhere. Um it was like a modern vehicle or you know some crazy looking vehicle and then and then some and then these players were getting into it and driving around and, and H1Z1 actually banned them for using the games that he was the uh, vehicles that he was spawning in.
0: Really? Do they? I assume it was like some auto ban. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But it, he goes in there,
0: and messes around and it ended up on some streamer got banned for it. That's actually pretty funny. Um, so, that, That's actually very funny. So, I, I mean, I don't know. There's no way to know. It's just all it's all speculation at this point. But. I, I, we need, we need to try to get Jace. I wonder, J, I bet you Jace will come on the show. I
1: wonder, I wonder if he's going to be at PAX West.
0: I don't know. That's a great, I I'll tweet I him right now and ask.
1: We, we should tweet him and see us uh, say, Hey, we'd be there. So maybe we can get a face-to-face interview. Yeah. I'll tweet him right he's now.
0: We are the original H1Z1 podcast. Oh, I mean, he knows, he, 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 you know, Clegg <laughs> will be, Clegg will tell him who we are. Clegg <laughs> will be like, do not talk to, these, not guys. Talk to <laughs> these guys. It's just a coincidence that after they talked to us, the game ceased. to exist. yeah.
1: All right. Um, so one thing I did want to mention here that that was posted this week by Twitch. Mm, Um they're actually changing Twitch Prime. Now this isn't survival news, but it does affect us because we do uh we do get support by Twitch Prime uh and we do stream on Twitch. So uh but what they're doing is they're actually changing right now. If you're a Prime member, you don't get ads in Twitch right uh so they are actually changing that to where any new twitch prime accounts are after september 14th will start having ads again so if any
0: subscription.
1: yeah so twitch prime members with monthly subscriptions will continue to get ad-free viewing until yes. october 15th yep um you know, so if you have one right now and if you already have an annual subscription or if you upgraded the annual subscription before September 14th, you continue to get that until your next renewal date. So they're going to be bringing ads back.
0: Which makes sense. To uh,
1: to Twitch Prime because obviously they they are giving people money for things and whatever. I mean, I don't know, like what kind of money they're really giving to people other than, because most of right now these, I guess it's a lot of those Twitch Prime subscriptions. They're giving out money to us twitch prime yeah. to a lot of streamers uh when they're not having the income really come in it's it's kind of based on something that they already had the money for anyways people aren't buying twitch prime are getting prime to get specifically for twitch
0: But well, speaking of that um, our friend uh deacon just subscribed with uh he says his, his lucky number seven so oh, uh yes. thank you very much for thank that deacon welcome, appreciate back. it as always and uh, coming in with a uh, lucky month number seven So thanks, Deacon. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, and then also they were going, there was another
1: thing. Um, there was two things. I to remember what the second one was. I I don't see the second one, but yeah, there, there was actually two things that were changing and I don't see what the other one is, but yeah, the ads was the main thing that they're going to be doing to where you will start getting ads. And they said, if you don't want ads, you can do, look into like Twitch turbo and things like that as well. Um, and that'll still give you that ad free experience, yes. but it's a, it's a separate subscription that you can do.
0: Yeah. Well, so there you go. Some small changes coming to Twitch. Uh,
1: yes. And so, uh, and that won't affect, affect most people. Uh, you know, I, I think that most people have ad blockers in the first place. Yeah. I
0: would say that's probably the case. <laughs> I would say that's probably uh, a pretty a- accurate statement.
1: And so not that I'm suggesting that people do that, but I think that, you know, for a lot of people that if they're really frustrated about, it, they probably already have done that. Um, and this is more for those people that, I mean, there are, but so I'm, okay. What, what percentage of people do you think actually use that ad block or- for us? There's the techie people, right? They do
0: generally. Um, but do you think that, well, I'd say think of all the non-technical people out there. Yeah. But how many non-technical people are watching, uh, people play Fortnite on twitch probably a lot probably huh. a lot of 14 year olds oh yeah they're running adblock i mean they're not stupid think so yeah absolutely i don't know what the number is i'm not going to just make one up but it's got to be a high majority of people yeah
1: hmm. i just i'm just wondering because obviously youtube there's a lot of people not not using adblock well, if you or, use ad Tap on
0: you if you use adblock on youtube you use it on twitch i mean you install adblock. Yeah, but I'm adblock, saying, I'm saying, but there's adblock. a lot
1: of people still watching ads on YouTube.
0: True, but that's mostly. So I'm just, yeah. Well, and, I think,
1: yeah and I think, yeah. And I've i told, be told people before that's one of the main reasons why Android exists is because they wanted to make it as difficult for people to not see ads.
0: Yeah. You
1: mm-hmm. know, so they they want to make sure everybody sees as as many ads as possible, and them having their own environment. The thing is, once you get into the PC world, they lose that control oh
0: yeah so. absolutely uh all right uh do you have a preference of where we go after this no um we're about an hour through um so i don't know if you want to start your giveaway
1: yeah let me uh i gotta get back logged into it so just give me a few minutes i don't know if you want to talk about
0: yeah that. let's um let's see ah let's uh, real uh, r- real quick um uh, fallout uh, excuse me fallout Uh, Battlefield 5's open beta begins September 6th. We've talked about uh, this Battlefield thing coming out in the past. So uh, their open beta starts September 6th. It's available for um, anyone who pre-orders. And you can preload it on the 3rd of September through Origin or wherever you're buying it. But then it will be available to play on September 3rd. So uh, quick note that that is available with that. And... um, yeah, that's uh with that I'm trying to think if there's anything else quickly I can jump into before.
1: Um one thing there is there the Humble Bundle this month, there's a Humble Bundle that released that's uh it's horror games. One interesting one on there is Friday the 13th is actually on there, which I thought was kind of <laughs> strange. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. Because they know that no new content is coming. Um I just thought it was kind of strange that they put Friday the 13th as is as a game on humble bundle but um they do have one that has white noise two layers of fear how to survive which we played um how to survive two uh detention bioshock remastered uh yom yomawari night alone and then has f13 and dead by daylight so those are the current those are the games in that new humble bundle there you go just released
0: yeah, the humble right. spooky horror bundle. Thirteen days to uh, to get that.
1: You would think that the the there should be a limit on. Like, do you think it's dishonest to put F thirteen to yes. sell F thirteen still now? Absolutely, absolutely. I just i i, I was just kind of surprised because if you go and look at the news, like you know that there's no content coming, and it's probably not going to be up forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I'm not going to make a guess exactly when it's going to go away, but I was, I, mean, I am going to say that it's not going to be that far from now.
0: Oh, I mean, of course they're not allowed to make any content.
1: So, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, post this. This will be a 60 points raffle and you've put exclamation point giveaway in chat. Uh, we'll run this till the end of the show. Um, and we're giving away a copy of Staxel, and this is a early access sandboxed simulation agriculture game. It looks kind of like Minecraft, but interesting, uh, I guess a few more pixels on it. Uh, it's got mostly positive ratings came out in January of this year. Uh, it's 20 bucks currently. So you, uh, if you want to enter that, play around with it. Looks like it could be an interesting.
0: It looks like it's a, a more detailed version of Minecraft.
1: That's what it looks like.
0: And if you're not tuning in live, you should. We're live here most Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash infection podcast. All right, we got to throw the ship in overdrive here, Brian. Um, yeah. We got a lot of stuff to get into and not a whole lot of time. So, where uh, where do you want to begin?
1: Let's jump to seven days to die really quick. There's oh. not there's we got an update? a lot of, um, there's information. Ah, okay. Uh, one thing I did want to show first is they had, uh, did I do the same? I did the same one. Uh, I'll get you another link here. Cause I did the same one twice, but, uh, the one that's on there, you can actually show. He says, keep your eyes open for a new video sometime this week. Now that's his one that he's kind of does a blog video. But what I'm hoping is that he actually mentions maybe how close they are to release, uh, how much progress they maybe have till alpha 17 is actually coming out. Uh, but he does show some images just to show the uh, new shader. If you look, I mean, it does look different than before. Oh, for sure. It just, it looks different. So, uh, I'm not sure if, it, if, I mean, this, I probably is in a local client. Um, so I, I think that this is pretty accurate to what it's going to look, look like for us. So, all right, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to redo this link here because I posted the same one twice. Look at that one. Uh, that one just shows some more screenshots of, uh, That just shows more screenshots of what the new shader looks like. I want people to be able to see that.
0: All right.
1: So yeah, hopefully I would assume that in a week we'll have a little more information, but I mean, it still might be a month or more before it's released. What a shame. So there you go. So that's with the, uh, with the new shader, everything just looks, I don't know if it's clear just,
0: I guess you think it looks clear.
1: I don't, it's been Those so long since I've
0: played. It's been so long since I've played it. I really don't know.
1: It just looks different. I know it looks different. <laughs> so without having a side by side screenshot, the characters look different, like the zombies do.
0: Yeah, they definitely. Seems look like different. they
1: have a much more detail uh, and shape to them. So I'm ready to play it. You know, whenever they finally put an update out
0: for yeah, this, maybe 2019, maybe 2020, yep. for lucky ph may be the winner on that, <laughs> that guess, so. yes
1: all right um we did get a request to talk a little bit about escape from tarkov we haven't
0: talked about them in a while
1: yes yeah, so there first of all there's the point nine video which is the current it, it's the current one and i don't recall that we showed uh the point nine video uh but if you want to show people currently what it looks like can we talk uh, over it or do we need to show? yeah we, we can it's okay. most it's like shooting sounds and everything. else. Perfect. So this is the current state of the 0.9 video. Now they did show, uh, a video for the 0.1, which uh, I saw, I saw a thing kind of showing off some of the features and there were some pretty interesting, uh, animations and things like that in there. Actually in this one, you can see, well, I don't actually, I don't think it's this video. Uh, but yeah, yeah, here, watch this. (laughs) Okay. So, You see that the gun? Can you rewind that really quick? The gun twirl. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, where he where he twirls the gun. Yeah, I think the gun itself looks good, but watch his face. Like like, there's no animation; it's purely hand animation. It looks kind of funny, but um, yeah, this game is it's kind of story driven. So uh, that's something that's different that we're not seeing in other games usually like this. There's actually a story that you're you're playing in this game. There's never a story. Uh, That you're following. Yeah. And, uh, and this is more of an MMO type of a game. There's gear and the items that you collect are a big part of the game. Uh, one thing that this has is, is trading. And, uh, and so if you look at some of what they've been doing for updates, they've been talking about, um, mainly changes for trading, like they're trying to balance that out a lot. Uh, and then they're working right now on the 0.1 patch, the 0.10 patch. Uh, so they're trying to get there to where the net code is better. Uh, there's been a lot of complaints about, about the net code in this game. Um, so they are working on, on fixing the sync and getting the frame rates to be better. Reworking the inventory. This, this game has a unique inventory of its shapes. So you have to fit everything into like, you know, you can turn them and things like that, but you're kind of filling like Tetris your inventory slots uh and then they're mainly getting a lot of fixes but if you look uh there's I, I just put a link in here to their reddit where they're showing some of the differences they're doing in trading uh and this kind of explains so they have traders in the game that you can you can go in and pick you can loot items in the world and then trade them for other items um and so they have a kind of a unique trading system. So these are different traders that you can talk to and, or that you can open up. And, and then you you have to discover things that they have in the inventory. And then you can take items that you've collected and trade them for better items. So it's kind of a unique one. I haven't seen any other games really do this. Uh, and, and you'll progress over time to get more and more items. So this game currently is in a kind of closed alpha if you pre-purchase you can get into the alpha uh it's not on steam yet because they they said that they're going to go on steam when it's done so they're not doing the alpha in steam which i like yeah i think that's pretty uh, respectable and so once it's finished then they'll they'll release it in onto steam as, as the, the actual release of the game so uh i've heard kind of mixed reviews on it some people say that you know it's a mess some people say they really enjoy it some people say it's a harder version of PUBG. Uh but I I think it's more of an MMO style. It's it's got kind of the feel of PUBG as far as going around and shooting like that uh with some MMO mixed in. Which I mean, maybe that's kind of what Just Survive was trying to go for. I mean, if you look, that's what they were kind of promising. So uh PH says you can't buy it on Steam, but do they send you a Steam key? Um, I think right now it's probably a, a private client. I haven't seen people, I haven't seen the client, but I, don't, I haven't seen anybody running it on Steam. So I'm thinking they probably have like a private launcher or some way that they're doing it right now.
0: And uh, and the reason we're talking about this is because somebody commented on YouTube. So um, yes. one of our subscribers on YouTube, Mr. Mr. Veep, or um, commented and said, any chance of covering some Escape from Tarkov on next podcast? Well... Yes, the answer is yes. We can. So if you, you know, if you have something you want us to cover, tweet us, send us a YouTube video, uh, or excuse me, send us a, a YouTube comment. Whatever, get in touch with us. We're there's plenty of these games out there that are always, always being worked on, and we don't really cover them until somebody asks. Because there's, I mean, there, there's just so many different games that, that you know we just we can't get into all of it. So, yeah, and
1: so uh, I don't know of the actual release date yet i haven't seen anywhere where they've actually said here is a solid release date i think they're just working on it and uh, you know probably when they get close to having most of the features that they're wanting they'll announce a release date on it but um yeah i mean they do have a a roadmap of here's what we are delivering in 2018 Uh, but i'm just not sure what they're planning on 2019. but i would assume that it's probably going to be more publicly available in 2019.
0: Yes, that's that's probably what it seems like. So, uh, I want to thank thank my friend Dave for coming in with the uh, the cheer. We appreciate you. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thank th- you. Th- thanks for coming with the cheer. We appreciate it.
1: <laughs> um, so, actually, one game that we just we got a little bit of heads up um, because our friend Jens mentioned it at the end of the interview we did with him, uh, but their studio is releasing. And they actually set a release date. And there's a video here for this for Mutant Year Zero. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to play this video. Hopefully, it won't get us banned from Twitch.
0: Oh, is this a video that's allowed
1: to be played? I yeah, it's allowed to be played. Oh, but there's just a idea. yeah. You there's just I don't know. I've seen it, this trailer. I, I don't something interesting.
0: Yeah, okay. In there. I I feel like I've, I've seen this trailer. I don't I don't remember what what's going to get us in trouble here. Well, Is it's the, just there's something that's it's probably the pig, gross. I mean, there's a pig thing. Yeah, the pig thing. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. oh, Brian's backyard. <laughs> All right um and i so this is going to be december 4th and unfortunately they're not going to be at pax which they're at freaking yeah. gamescom in Euroland not not at you know well it is close to where they are it is it is so uh that uh that that makes a little bit that's a little bit different but they're not going to be at pax west unfortunately but uh yeah that'll be out yeah. they're they're not they're publishing it they're not making it from what i remember yeah,
1: they're publishing it, but they, so they're going to be promoting it and things like that. So it's a fun, com, it's a funcom uh, game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but th- it looks really interesting. I, personally, I like that it has a lot of story in it. So uh, I, I'm i looking forward to it. I think it'll be interesting to play. Hopefully, it lives up. It, when you see a game that's got a lot of cutscenes and, and things like that, and that's kind of what you're basing it on, but I have seen what the gameplay looks like, and the gameplay looks really good. The way that the characters look and they move around the world, I, I really like how it looks. So hopefully it lives up to the hype.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of studios, uh our friend Smedley, who moved over to a certain studio. Amazon um, Studio. Yes. And so Amazon Studio has finally
0: announced their first game. i we've been waiting a very long time for this.
1: Yes. So what is this it? is the, the first this is called New World. It's uh, not a Pixel game, just, is it? No, it's not a pixel-based game, and they just uh opened up to where they're accepting signups. So if you want to try to get into this, this is a uh, it's New World is the name of the game, uh, and if you go to their website, you can click signups, and it will actually let you, yeah, be, you get on the list to be able to get access to it when they do make it available. So um, this is a MMO a MMO game mostly. Uh, And it's got to where you can conquer, claim territories, group up with other people, and of course battle things. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a pretty interesting looking MMO. Maybe it's a better looking MMO than what we're used to seeing. I mean, if you look at I think it looks more like a regular game, but it's got MMO. Usually, I think we sacrifice... You don't have... This is
0: not an MMO picture, right? You don't see this in MMOs, typically.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is usually in an MMO, you're sacrificing to be able to handle that, to have that happen. This looks interesting. Um, Yes. So, what... How much... If this is going to be what it really looks like, that's what I'm interested in. PH is mentioning, you know, is this concept art? Is this the actual game? Because certain things it seems like they've photoshopped a little this bit looks like, like if you look on that dart, screen,
0: yeah
1: yeah if you look like there's red stuff in there that looks like mostly real i don't know that looks probably that looks pretty fake. close to real
0: that <laughs> you looks, don't think so well, well okay the but people look at the mid-air I'm looking at the cloth mid-air yeah. flying
1: come on i'm looking at the cloth it's uh. probably wouldn't flow like that usually it doesn't flow like that in the game well, hey, so it'll be interesting to see how much
0: i got this Amazon money. This?
1: Yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, they've been working on this stuff for a while, so yeah, it's and they've a, got the resources to put into this.
0: Yeah, it's a it's an Amazon Game Studio product, and um, our, our boy Smedley is leading the charge on it. So we'll uh, their specs are um. It's a, the high, recommended specs for this game are an i7 2600K or a Ryzen 5 1400, 16 gigabytes of RAM, an SSD, sorry Brian, you're not going to be able to play, and, and a GTX got a hybrid. and a, it's not this. It doesn't matter or a GTX 970 uh, or an AMD Radeon R. I've got the 970 39. Yeah, but, so I mean, pretty but, much.
1: But, I I mean meet minimal specs but, on this, which I I like that idea because we sacrifice so much in games.
0: But yeah, this, is, yeah, this but, is this is this is legit. I mean, you're talking. This is a very, this is a retor resource resource intensive game. I mean, 16 gigabytes of RAM minimum. Oh, it's not minimum recommended. I mean, yeah. That's uh, you got to have a gaming computer to play this. You're not playing this on uh, on the laptop. I think that Best most buy.
1: most MMOs have lowered the bar so much because they want everybody everybody to be able to run
0: it. Yeah, well, they sell it in big box stores. They, I mean, I was in Target today yeah. buying a cable, and look at what did I see on the shelf? But w- a World of Warcraft sitting in yeah. physical boxes on the shelf.
1: Yeah, I mean, and so I think that that is something where. It, this maybe hopefully this will be the MMO for a newer generation of computers to where they're actually making it look good. You I, know, I think that they, if they could do that. They'll it, it would hold people because we're we're seeing so much technology that's held over. And Wow has been out for so long, and there's stuff that's still similar to the original.
0: I feel like I could get into an MMO. Yeah, if it was the right game. Yeah. I've got that personality. Well, yeah, where if, it, if something hooks me, I'll play it. Like, I, I, yeah. uh, to say I have an addiction is a little bit ridiculous, but I, I went, I mean, I, if I get, if I, if I want to do this, I, I I'll set my mind to it and I'll get it done. I mean, I've got, I, I can, I can do that, but none, no, even, um, what's that, what's the other MMO we talk about sometimes? Um,
1: uh, whatever, too. um, I don't know. Uh, where you guys played it mostly no i'm not talking about everquest um no no not everquest the one that you guys played No, we're not talking about Gil- we're not talking like wars. guild wars
0: um, no what's it's it's a
1: ah, damn
0: i can't remember is isn't the black death in mmo one of those games is an mmo well uh, no. oh,
1: you're talking about um now you're making me forget it i'll 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 have it here in a second but that but, but said, yeah that, th- that, there's, was, that was one.
0: There's modern MMOs that are just not. Life is futile. Life is futile. Life yes. is futile. They, they came out the MMO version,
1: which is it like looks, this, but you got to think it's, it, it looks like this, but it's a very clunky M- compared probably it, to what I'm assuming they're going to name. here. It's
0: not, it doesn't look, it look, when you hear about it, you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. And then you yeah. w- see it and it's like, this This looks lame. Yeah, so
1: who knows? But if they, you know, if they put enough resources into this, they could
0: probably come up. with And they've something got the resources. I mean, Jeff Bezos is worth 150 billion dollars. They should be able to. They should be able to make a halfway decent video game. I'll be very disappointed if they can't so, make a halfway it says, decent game. carve
1: your destiny alongside hundreds of other players in the savage and arcane 17th century world. Survive murderous player bandits, band together to build fortified strongholds, or strike out to claim a piece of the haunted frontier. Hmm. So, I mean, the main thing I want is a big world that isn't super generic, really big world that, so you, if you're supposedly going out and discovering, like I want it to be to where, all right, I'm going to make a trek today. I'm going to go really far and you're not just hitting the end of the map.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what, that's what will be hard. But if anyone could do it, I think they could.
0: Absolutely they got the money the resources and i think the talent i really like john i think he's yep. he's got a super strong vision
1: yep so this will be interesting to see see what comes out of this so
0: hopefully yeah. uh exciting times they,
1: they didn't yeah they, they didn't put any this was more of just the announcement because that GamesCon. um so they did the announcement so i'm hoping now that they've actually gave some more details about it we'll start seeing more and more maybe they'll there. be at pax I don't know. Maybe they will now that they've announced it. We'll maybe. find out.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, so there was a letter here, speaking of games that didn't make it. Oh. Uh, so Boss Key, uh who put out Radical Heights. Whoa, and radical. Be- and before that what was that other game that we heard so much about that uh, was that pa- was it PAX
0: last year. We're talking about Lawbreakers, aren't we?
1: Lawbreakers. Uh, that they that was their two ventures that they tried, and and failed at. And <laughs> so he didn't give any interviews after this. And the reason he says is because he wanted to put it in a book. Smart. So so he wrote a book talking about um, you know what happened, why he thinks it failed, uh, and so so he just announced that uh, two days ago and so it's, uh, it's, it's a book that uh, you'll be able to get and he says alongside chapters that explore the death of his father, his relationship with his wife and the end of his first marriage um, he talks about his time at the helm of Boski and for when he works at Epic Games so he just finished that book uh, he said he wanted he wanted to talk about the, as he says the implosion you know, how Boski imploded and tell it in his own words
0: So I'm going to read this book I'm very curious. This stuff really fascinates me. Yeah,
1: I, don't I don't know why we I don't know why we're so, I
0: don't know why we're so attracted to failure. But this stuff this really interests me.
1: Yeah. Well, and the thing is is he put out two good products. Yeah. Right? I mean, the, we've seen bad, right? And these were not bad products. Both were games that were playable. They worked. There was nothing really wrong with the games. Radical, like Heights, you can Radical
0: at, Heights was kind of a shit show. But Lawbreakers, yeah, I mean, but was knew, a, Lawbreakers, was a, finished, yeah. Lawbreakers was a finished. Yeah, he released it early because
1: he knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. I think. I think it was like, all right, you know, he's dumped so much money into it. It was a just put out what we've done so far and let's see what people thought of it. And people really liked it. That was the thing. And they still shut it down. Yeah. Lawbreakers was a polished product. Very polished. It worked. It just didn't. It just uh, he didn't put in on. a lot of money at this at. at at PAX East.
0: Oh, that wasn't even him. That was Nexon that put up the money for the the, being the, but they put in a huge amount
1: of money to be able to get that, that booth space. Yeah. Huge booth. Uh, and it still failed miserably miserably. So it'd be interesting to see what he felt caused it or, you know, what, what happened because, and, and how honest this book is. like, it'd be interesting to see, does he really look at the, his actual failures or does he make excuses? Uh, so that's what I'd be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not really sure. So they closed, um, actually they're closing September 14th. Let's see. So the September 14th LawBreakers is totally closing down um, and is free to play until then. So if you really want to play some LawBreakers,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> you, you want to get the last game of the week, yeah, after PAX, Ah. Uh, let's do it no yeah let's do it. that'd be uh, fun when are you we'll ever gonna be able to do packs? that again yeah, yeah we'll do it the friday after packs. Okay, after
1: packs. so we'll do the we'll yeah. yeah we'll do ever watch this week and then next week we'll do
0: no 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 we'll no do the, the friday after
1: packs. after packs well yeah in two weeks we'll do law uh law break ladies
0: and gentlemen i want you to put down on your calendars for friday september 7th we are playing Lawbreakers for our infection podcast game of the week. We're gonna send it off. We'll have some we'll have a party boat. We'll have some booze. We'll have some food. It'll be a great time. And we'll send off lawbreakers in all of its glory. So join us. Yep. And we played all played it together and
1: like yeah. no one said oh it's crashing. We didn't run into cheaters. Like it worked. We're doing it. So it'll be interesting to play. Mark it down. So so that's uh yeah, so that's a new book we can expect. And so we'll be interesting to see what comes of that. All right. Do you have a preference before we go from here?
0: No. Let's uh just a game that we've covered. We haven't we haven't talked about it in a while. Is uh is the Darwin Project and they had uh an update this week. Today. Yes, actually, you're right. Today. And uh, this is their patch note one14 Um, they're keeping their Steam and their Xbox versions together, which is not something that's very common normally the Xbox and PC, the Xbox or PlayStation and PC version are on different branches and they're In some cases, sometimes they can be very far apart. If you remember for a period yeah. of time, it's usually
1: lagging uh, for a lot what, of
0: games was arc for a period of time was super far behind on console. Like yeah. And no,
1: now they're good. I think they're like a patch behind usually,
0: but it's pretty close. But for a while it was like, no, this, the dinosaurs didn't exist. Items were not there. I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was a process. I and mean, I remember when they were making that up. So, um, this, uh, Patch went out today. They say patch uh, patch one point four one is one of the largest ones in a while. So they want you to jump and take a look at it. Um, I got a couple things here. They've got a new tile uh, that they're showing here, uh, and if you remember, is very different than the previous ones. Yes, and if you remember, um, maybe you haven't uh, heard about this game in a while. Originally, the game was all all of the tiles were in the same static format every time. They've now added it so that the map is dynamic. The tiles themselves are the same. But they dynamically are placed in rotation so the game doesn't feel the same every time. But we've got a new tile here and it's called the Shipping Company. Um, Is that what it's called? It's called the uh, On the Rock Shipping Company, is the name of it. And this is totally unlike anything we've seen. Um, Yeah. Super vibrant in color, which this game is not known for. It's snow. It's a snow biome. Everything is either white or black. There isn't, there really isn't a whole lot of color. So, very, very vibrant. little little thing here you can see this is another part of, this is more what the game looks like these kind of monotone buildings with snow on the yeah. roof that's more what the style of the game is but you can see this very uh very do you think vibrant- that we're going
1: to start seeing from here on out them kind of going for because this is more of a city like a town look kind of like the town, other one yeah. with more cabins what kind of cabins uh, do you think they're now going to come up with the variation of where like you're actually in a town well i think that's, they need- I mean, that looks like what this is factory here, but I'm wondering if they're going to go more for also adding city tiles.
0: Well, I think they need POIs. I mean, I think part of the problem with, I mean, I'm not even, I mean, this problem. right here is
1: pretty much a POI,
0: but that's what I'm saying. There's not many PO, the POIs are the um, things that the G, the, the, the game master spawns in the, the tech upgrades and things like that. But other than, other than those and obviously zones closing to force you to go to one direction, there really isn't a, I don't, I, the, there's the there's the center tile and there's that kind of arena thing in the center. I wouldn't even call yeah. that a point of interest. There's not many POIs on the whole game from what I remember. So this is kind of, this, and, and, this is interesting. At, off the top of my head, like I don't think of,
1: oh, that, oh, let's go to that zone and like I have a name for it in my head. No. Like this is one where people will say, oh, go to that. And like they know exactly what that is. And, you know, you, I'm sure people who play this game all the time will know oh this is that zone you know and they have them named. but your average player won't this is one where they'll be like oh i know
0: exactly what tile that is yeah let's on towards shipping um so they can do that in terms uh so that they've got a new zone in there um and they say they say still itching for more variation on the darwin project map don't worry more tiles are on their way so they're keeping that trend up more they're gonna have more tiles super exciting they've got a new tool the hook uh it can be crafted using one leather which is pretty low um, and if you successfully land a hook on an opponent, it is, it's a, it, it's a grappling hook. It pulls you towards the, it pulls them towards you rather. Uh, and they say just like arrows and snowballs, they can be deflected, um, with a properly timed ax swing. So, uh, they've got, then they show a little screenshot here of a, of a guy with his, uh, with his hook. So you can now hook players towards you and maybe hit them a couple times with a fire arrow and get something going on with that. Um. They've also introduced a tutorial into the game, which is which is I think
1: that'll help a lot.
0: Which is odd because that's normally something you see right towards the end of early access or, or end of alpha into. Ba- uh, the, well, I'm t- wondering if 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 they feel like this is fairly
1: finished uh, mechanics complete right well, as far as the character movements and the general. They may they'll add things like they just added that hook, but I think they feel like the mechanics of it because the mechanics work pretty well. Uh, and, and it, I think they've done from day one. When I remember playing it, what a year and a half ago now. The mechanics at that time, yeah. even in the very early, worked pretty well.
0: Oh yeah, the mechanics sure. have always been pretty solid. Um, I but the, I, I kind of look into stuff like this when I see somebody's adding tutorials to their game, or when Ark is, you know, making sound changes to their game. Yeah. It's like, well, there there really can't be any other, you know. There's got to be some lull going on, right? There's got to be something going on that you're modifying your sound files. So um, that's kind of cool to see. Uh, they're doing some stuff to the career and uh, leaderboard improvements. They'll make some changes to that. Um, as well as Xbox One controller support for Steam. So you can now play uh, with a controller on Steam and that's got support by default. And uh, there's some, some skins in here. Um, they've got the... S- a cyber survivor cosmetic uh kit that is in here and you can see how uh how those look they're they're robot i think
1: they've done a really good job of creating a unique their skins are unique
0: yeah
1: uh they haven't locked themselves into a certain look right they had the ones that was the hockey look this is more of a futuristic kind of a robot type of look i think they're doing a good job of creating enough variation with these skins mm-hmm. to where that they are different and interesting
0: yeah i'm uh so, so i looking forward they got a reaper in there uh a couple of others a couple of other skins. man listen these colors and styles are very similar to overwatch better be careful it looks yeah. like a, it looks like i'm looking at two lucians right here um so yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, the Darwin project. Yeah. Plus the whole bunch. The one of thing they, they do really show, works. I would go down a little bit. Uh-huh.
1: Um, they show they did they have a screen shot for updated visuals. Yeah, uh, that is one thing that's interesting. You can see that they've added towards crisper. It looks looks better. So, uh, and that's main. That's just from lighting. That shows you how much of a difference lighting can make. Uh, but it, it gives you actually can see the details of everything because they they improved the lighting in there. So. So when you're going and dressing your character, it should look more realistic or look closer to what you're probably thinking you purchased. Absolutely. All right. Um so let's uh let's let's talk about an, a new game that's gonna be coming out here. They they announced it, but there is no I think it they put a year, I don't think they put an act. Twenty nineteen. day it just says available twenty eighteen is what it says. huh. Uh, and this is Dying Light, Bad Blood. Yes. Now, I want the, to get your take on this. It's, it's a twelve-man VR.
0: Yeah. Um, by the way, and with
1: the player player versus environment as well. We which got it kind of in the Dying Light.
0: We we got an email for them today. They're they're going to be doing uh, interviews and demos at PAX, so we'll have to go take a look oh, at this cool. at PAX. Uh, we just got an email from them this afternoon. The, uh, it's interesting. It is. It's. It's clear to me that they are, hopping on the um the BR the, bandwagon. the br bandwagon i mean it's, it's no, no surprise no shock but yeah it's a it's a br but it's it's a 12 person match it's very weird um it's in the dying light universe there really aren't any details there's this crazy like live action trailer thing which is not accurate of how the game is actually yeah. going to play but it's interesting and I mean this Dying Light is obviously a, a survival game and they're they got a an early access. Uh, they're going to be releasing an early access uh, BR game. Uh, they say it's a seamless integration
1: of PvP and PvE which
0: I think so there's 12 physical players but there's and then they
1: have the zombies and they have things that are going to be happening in the world as well, which we haven't seen as much. We haven't yeah. seen that really from many other games and i i wonder if the 12 i mean probably their engine has something to do with it um uh, you know they're they're not trying to reinvent the wheel and or reinvent the engine and place a hundred characters or 100 players in uh in a game that's not meant to handle that uh so i think at least with this they're doing what's realistic for their engine uh and but they could make it it could be really cool um probably shorter matches and, and a more unique style is not going to be the cut and paste VR that we've been
0: seeing lately. Yeah, it, exactly. It's we've, we've got, obviously we've got Fortnite and PUBG. Those are kind of the baselines for a lot of games, but then you've got like the Darwin project, which is trying something a little bit different. You have uh, radical heights, which was trying to do something a little bit different, um, What's the chicken game? Um, Realm Royale. Realm Royale. Again, same similar concept, but trying to do something else. It's trying to do something else, and uh, uh, they're trying to do this here with uh, with with uh, with Dying Light. So I'm interested. It's it's same concept, but it's it maybe another one of these games. It's just different enough that it holds people's interest for another. If they would have said, "Hey, we're making a hundred person uh, PVP Royale," you'd be like, "Well, what the hell?" Like nobody wants to play this, but this is just this is just different enough that it may be, it may may may, it may take off I'm not sure but they will be at pax west so we'll look, at a
1: hands on de- demo if we can
0: hand, hand, hands on uh hands on demo and hopefully we can speak to some people about it so stay tuned uh to that here over the next couple of weeks uh i'm I'm looking forward to, looking forward to talking to them and we, yeah we just got that email this afternoon so they're uh they'll be there which is cool very good cool
1: uh, and also, so here's a video for, uh, for fallout 76. They put it on a new trailer today and this, this is more of the kind of fallout style. So there is talking through the whole thing. I don't know if you want to play it and then, I don't know that uh, you watch and see if you think it gives any more info. Um, I do, there was one thing that caught my eye in this that I was like, Hmm, that doesn't seem hundred percent honest. And maybe I want to see if you see the same thing all right so keep an eye out for something you think that i would think is off oh
0: boy this video put me under some (laughs) put me under some strict guidelines here this is uh the fallout 76 uh gamescom trailer yep
2: you will emerge Today's episode, a new American dream. What separates man from beast? No, it's not his ability to tap dance. It is his desire to build. After thermonuclear war, Uh, man's towering industrial (laughs) marvels may no longer Uh, stretch to the heavens. It then falls on you and the ingenuity of your fellows to rebuild the America we hold dear. Get started with Camps, the construction and assembly mobile platform. It's the workbench of tomorrow. Once established, your camp will not only provide you with much needed shelter, but also the means to satisfy your hunger, quench your thirst, and even treat infection. The essential pillars of survival. Expand your camp by scavenging resources or mining raw materials the old-fashioned way. Then, construct your home of the future. If your first home site is undesirable, use your handy camp to move it to a better location. With your home secure, you can now craft handmade ordnance at your leisure to give your altercations that personal touch. Or better yet, sell these homemade implements to your neighbors for profit. Remember, capitalism. It's the only thing keeping us from being communists. The world may have ended, but keeping up with the Joneses has not. Use those hard-earned profits to upgrade your dwelling. When your home looks important, you are important. Now you've learned how to forge the new American dream. You are completely prepared to rebuild the greatest nation in the world. As a hand-picked resident of Vault 76, it is your duty to carefully review your vault Tech provided films yearly to
0: fully prepare for the day when you will emerge. All right. Um I made the oh, comment did you catch what I, I th- made the comment during the video no. the skyscrapers. No, I didn't.
1: No, at the very end when he shot the guy and killed him with Sh- one shot, shot him in the head. Remember the the PVP uh, this was unprovoked PVP it will not happen. God, you are
0: a real freaking stickler. Christ almighty.
1: <laughs> they showed it as is he he did a trade and the guy then shot him and then took the stuff back. That is not how this game will work.
0: This is what you're talking about right here. It's
1: not this is not how PvP He's like here uh, we go. He hands
0: him the item. He sh- blows his he literally blows his One head shot. off with a one-shot arrow and then takes And they
1: said that that is not how PvP will work in the game.
0: I will tell you what, Brian. I mean, that, you are making Oh, and then she trades it, and then he trades it with the girl. That yeah, remember he will be flagged, and he will be <laughs> he
1: will then be a guy that's supposedly flagged, right? This is true. It's not at all how they showed it off. Like if I were looking at this and not knowing what they said last week, this gives me a totally
0: different feeling for how the. I mean, mm-hmm. we so we got a whole bunch of fake news surrounding this trailer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, thank God Brian Aldridge is here. No, yeah. the, the, I mean. Yeah, you're they, right. they're, they're putting out if you didn't know if
1: you didn't follow the news you would feel like oh i can do these tricks on people like i can trade and then turn on them you cannot they said that that's not how, but they're showing it off in this trailers if that's how it works
0: I, i'm glad you picked up on that
1: i don't know that just that just caught me and i was like that's that's not how it works like you guys just said last week that you're avoiding what you just showed happening
0: in that trailer yeah, I, I I don't know if uh, Ph maybe. saying if you fall for it you deserve to get effed at this point. I mean I'm going to buy it. It's a Fallout. Yeah, game. I'll play it
1: as a single player game probably. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe a little bit of a co-op, but it's not
1: going to be from what I can see. It's not going to be what they're were selling us in the very beginning. Absolutely. And I, but I'm accepting that now, so I'm not disappointed. I'm going to say all right, this is going to be a regular Fallout game for me. I'm going to play it. We'll play it with a couple of our friends, but this is not going to be a PvP game.
0: Zerayu says the game is going to be filled with microtransactions. That's another possibility. Maybe it'll be interesting to see.
1: And hopefully, this
0: isn't the downfall
1: of uh,
0: Fallout. It very so. well could be. Very well could be. Creation Club mods oh. equals paid mods. Yeah, probably. And it's only available on the Bethesda Net platform on uh, PC.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's this may be. I mean, this may be one of the last Fallout's that we
0: really go for. Well, it mean,
1: is possible if they failed it enough.
0: It may be. It may be the last. Here's, I don't, it won't be the last fall. It may
1: be. I mean, they probably would start over if that's if my this point. truly failed. If this is a, they'd a, be like, "Oh, that was just that was
0: its own thing." And guess what? Failures. I mean, failure happens. I mean, they're follow trying. Five. They're trying to. They're trying to take a game that has been single player only, single player into this realm of br and i'm I'm saying into the realm of what games are popular into br these these br mmo combo things multiplayer pvp co-op built base they're trying to i mean there is so much stuff going on right now in the realm of gaming they're trying to figure out how in the hell do we make our game fit into this mold Relish. but still be fallout and and guess what if they fail they fail i mean it's not the end of the world it's this is bethesda i mean they'll they'll come back and they'll do something else who knows yeah
1: and knowing then like they they wouldn't be afraid to just start over and no. say oh that was just a one-off you know i, mean, we'll, I think we'll I go think, back to the normal
0: i mean during the e3 press conference uh i think todd made it pretty clear that th- they're giving this a try
1: I, but they they may find what works with this and what doesn't. Uh, I just don't see fallout in the way that they're doing it. I don't see it being marked as a PvP game, which I, it seems like they're really trying to avoid. Yeah, it being known as a because they, I mean, they they've got to look at games like Rust and be like, that's not what we want this game to be. So. I think that that's what they're really worried about because the audience, their primary audience is not used to the games that we play. They're not used to PVP games. Like they're used to the RPG going around, doing things over long periods of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they gotta be careful not to scare those people away. I think they want to bring in a little bit new audience, but not scare the old people away.
0: And uh, that's so a, that it's gonna
1: be tough for them to do.
0: That is a razor thin line razor razor thin and I don't know if they'll be able to do it <laughs> but we'll see absolutely um what else I, I, i've I, we're gonna we'll, I'll, we'll forego current players this week I looked at the numbers everything's pretty stagnant and we can cover a couple extra games since we were kind of okay. long on a couple of um other so the things.
1: long dark they announced this is a game that released right um and, but they are put, coming out with episode three. And I think they're going to be doing episode four as well. So uh, December of 2018, they're going to be releasing episode three. Uh, They were expecting to do it earlier, but because they did that season one or the episode one and two uh, redo, remember they like totally remade the game Yep, and and put in a whole like story mode and all this, Uh, that put them behind a little bit. So uh, the game, I, I felt like it was complete and then they did this uh, and they they've this is a company that has gone and outdone themselves in what what is expected of an early access kind of a kickstarter game uh the art style is spot on uh the game is a true survival game and they've put in a ton of story and they've put in a, t- a number of different game modes into this and so i think that these guys have getting there to where it's as close to a triple a studio like they're i think they held themselves to the expectations of a triple a studio as far as the amount of content it's a good way to do it
0: i mean if you're 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 gonna you're gonna try to be on the same stage as the big boys you got to play with the big boys and and that means you can't just be willy-nilly releasing garbage to public and
1: they've got ps4 xbox one and pc all with the same content um, I haven't heard people saying it's broken. So, uh, I think that these guys have done a really good job. So, and this one is a true, like if, if our audience is survival, this is one of the only survival games really out there
0: that are current true survival. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you That's haven't checked to it out, um, I would check out the long dark because this is, I mean, it's not a multiplayer game, right? Uh, but this is a single player survival game. So, uh, but yeah, so that, I just want to announce that for people. Cause I thought that they were done. Um, and it's interesting. They're coming out. They, they're halfway through the game. So, uh, so that'll be good news for a lot of people. Uh, let's talk a little bit about ARK.
0: arc arc. So we haven't arc. heard
1: very much news since they announced, but they've came out with 28 or 282.102. Uh, in here, they added the tech Raptor. And so I have some screenshots of, of the new Raptor and this is a new breeding line. Um, it's a 5% chance of spawn for the tech Raptor. It's pretty legit. And and it's a 20% higher base level, uh, for the, for the Raptor as well. So, um, they have color sets for this red, black, white, and gray, um, that they've added. And, uh, yeah so this will be this will be interesting and this has been a part of that extinction chronicles that they've been doing of releasing content over time up to the the new release that they're coming out with here towards was it november or december i'm trying to remember i think think it's it's
0: december yeah is it december i think so
1: um also in here they have uh put unlocked some new pants so this is three new explorer notes and matching unlock which is the pants so they have some different pants skins here which kind of unique looking uh, but that's to match the new look of of the the final dlc dlc because if you remember that uh trailer they did it has some things that look like that uh in the trailer called corrupted. uh, yep the corrupted pants and they were increased the maximum player level by one They've been doing that, so rather than having it to where players just jump to the new level in the DLC, they've been raising it over time, so people can progress to that level of what's going to be the level for the DLC. Um, and then there was a few fixes in Aberration. They they increased the Plant Z range by three hundred percent. They enabled the Tech Teleporter in Aberration, uh, and then in Scorched Earth they did a balance of crop plots. So it can now be grown where you would expect it to be. So they, cause they'd had sunlight issues with that. So now that's working correctly. So that's two eight, two dot one Oh two. Uh, it's been, they haven't done a patch for a number of weeks and the patch that they did do last really was just a couple fixes. So, um, so they're finally starting to get new content in and I'm sure we'll see another one or two at least, uh, patches like this before the release. um, another one is no man's sky
0: have you been playing it at all
1: and um i haven't played this week just because of all the stuff that's been happening with my family mm-hmm. um but i but you're not I but, you don't think,
0: and, but you're not done playing
1: no i'm not i'm playing okay uh no there's still good stuff in there and cool. uh, and i was kind of waiting for them to put out some fixes like this not that there was a bunch of bugs but you know that they put out a big content release Oh yeah. Things are fixed. And it's inevitable in when
0: you do big updates like that.
1: So on here, they this is the 1.57. 1.5 was the new next. Um, so they put on a number of patches, but this is just a list of uh fixes. Um, you know, fixing crashes and issues with um placing objects, just little little things that people have run into. Um also just the appearance of the game so if you're running 4k you will notice a difference or if you're running 1440p um, you'll notice a difference improved clouds things like that um, fixed visual improvements with some of the exotic biomes um, just, uh, just I, I think they've been getting a list of things that weren't quite right or things that need to be improved and fixing those so uh, you'll probably see a couple more of these but every i didn't haven't run into a lot of problems with the game personally like i didn't run into crashes big bugs um everything generally worked for me so i think these are kind of smaller one off things that people run into but they are getting them getting them all fixed so if you were having a crash maybe you played it right after this release and you were having a crash i would try it now because they've come out with now a couple of different uh fixes since uh, patches since that time so excellent um we're checking out
0: I'm trying to see if there's no, I guess I, co- Oh, uh, did we cover the, we happy few update? No, we have, um, uh, no, we have not. Oh, so there was an update for, uh, for our friends over at we happy few as well. And there's, this is a game. If you look at their updates specifically, I'm looking at this one, their versions are all pretty close. Um, this is their hotfix hot 1.3, you, the the version number var- doesn't vary a whole lot the, for the Windows and ps4 are on the same version the Xbox is actually yep. a, a above version which means they've probably that means they have probably done a couple extra patches on Xbox but it looks like they're keeping everything pretty close together which is again tough to do now um,
1: I've heard that there's a few the ps4 version is a little more buggy um, hmm. and uh, actually pH and I were having some discussions of this about issues that people were having. Uh, in We Happy Few. And I have heard that there were issue, more issues with the PS4 version, which I'm thinking that for some of the people that were reviewing the game, they were reviewing it on the PS4. Um, yeah, so... I, Because I, it's been a real mixture of... Some people say, I've had no issues with this game. And then some of the reviewers have said uh, very similar issues to each other, but they run into a bunch of issues if they do have issues. And this uh, is a... They,
0: uh, this is reviewed. a beta update, and they say that this is uh, this is the first post-launch binary patch. So the few addresses uh, progression blockers, limited performance issues, and crashes. But they do say to expect a larger content update, which will be available soon TM, uh, addressing some performance and optimization and some other issues. So there's a couple things on here, things that are PC-only that they fixed, all platform issues, and then a couple of issues on the PS4, um, which which they seem to be, you know, kind of singling out. So that that may fit up to your uh, to your observation there. But uh, yeah, that's uh, we have you yep. update one point three. It's a hot fix, but it's on the beta branch, so you'll have to
1: yeah. So download th- that that'll separate. probably roll out. I would assume this week.
0: Yeah, they say when their QA signed off tomorrow. If it all goes well, this was actually no. This looks like this is out. This this must be. Well,
1: out. It was a couple days ago. So I'm I, but I just haven't seen. They didn't put a You're separate post right, for um Mercury
0: they it says it's live they this did. is the patch so
1: this they, they rolled yeah. it live but this was the patch note the board. patch notes. it is live so yep check it out yes yeah, so if you're having issues with that um i would give it a try but as i said like I, I didn't run into i ran into a couple of uh animation issues just like some of the people sitting on the bench like weren't sitting exactly how they were supposed to be sitting yeah um but other than that i think uh Yeah, I I didn't run into anything stopping progress, not letting quests finish, like some people are running into. But I think I assume that bigger content update will probably fix some of the animation issues that I was running into. And then
0: they don't give a timetable on those, but they say soon. So (laughs) take that take after what it's worth. Tm whatever that means. Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, Uh, and I think one of the only ones is Battlefield Five. I don't know if you have any preference on this, but I mentioned that the update was happening. Doing the open beta on September 6th I mentioned this uh, when you were
0: doing the uh game giveaway
1: Yeah so if they if they do if they release this uh, if you have early access you'll get a couple days before this but it will be September 6th for everyone else
0: Yes and then there's an article in here on uh, CNBC uh saying analysts predict that EA's Battlefield uh, 5 will be a quote serious disappointment it says pre-order. They said that
1: the pre-orders are eighty-five percent less than Call of which Duty, which is a
0: problem because I don't think a whole lot of people are pre-ordering the new Call of Duty either. Yeah, but again, uh, but again, uh, the, do you think that what God, do you think people are still going to buy it? I mean, that's Yes In the end, like yes, maybe they, they will. won't pre-order, but they will buy. Yeah, it absolutely. Again, there are games like Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Fallout that it doesn't matter what in the hell they do; they release it, people buy it.
1: Yeah, they. but the thing is, is Electronic Arts has been giving a a lot more away, doing more sales of the previous Battlefield. Because I I posted a link in our Discord of they're giving away DLCs.
0: Yeah, I got the DLC that they were giving away for Battlefield Uh, 1.
1: Also, they were doing bundles and sales on the PS4, just giving really good deals. I think they're trying to get it in people's hands so that they are like, oh, I own the previous one. I'm, Maybe yeah. for people that don't own it.
0: I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you, th- there. these are games that it, it doesn't matter. A, a, a Grand Theft Auto, a Fallout, a, a, a COD, a Battlefield, they're going to sell.
1: Do you think there's hype? There's too much hype for some of the upcoming games like Red Dead Redemption 2. Do you think people are saying that's my budget right now? Like I'm pre-ordering that one. I'm going to wait on games like this because uh, I know eventually I'll get it. But I know I want to play Red Dead Redemption Two the day it comes out. That's a good question. Do you think I mean, that's making
0: an effect? I don't know. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy enough games. I, I don't. I don't know. See, I buy these games. The thing is, I, I know, like
1: I'll probably get this one eventually, right? I won't get a day release. I got Call of Duty because you guys want, you know, wanted to play it, yeah. right? Same thing release with Battlefield. Day. But I look at I look at Red Dead Redemption too, and that's when it's like no matter what, I know I'm getting that one because I want to play the story so bad. But
0: I'm just telling you, that's how I feel about these games. Like I feel like you those, feel that
1: about about this. Yeah, like absolutely.
0: Yeah, I like Battlefield and Call of Duty enough that I'll buy their game because I know I'll play. I'm not. I may not play it yeah. a hundred. I may not play it all day, every day for the first month. But I know over the span of the next year, when a friend does say to me, "Do you want to play Battlefield?" I'll say yes. Cause I've already got it and it's installed.
1: I mean, I mean that's it just seems like there's a lot of competition right now for people. Cause I, you got to think some people, they have a budget for themselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of things you got call of duty, black ops Four, red dead redemption Two, And then whatever, you know, niche game that you like, there's plenty of other games coming out between now and then. I just think that we're getting so many of these top tier games being released so close together where it used to be, they were spread out. And I think that it people are kind of having to figure out okay with my budget like here's what I'm allowing myself to do with pre-orders. I think that people are kind of
0: holding well, back on well they're holding back now. on but
1: before there was only like four pre-orders a year.
0: Well, they're holding back on pre-orders because early access has screwed so many people on quote unquote pre-orders that people are more hesitant. Um, you think loot
1: boxes and things like that have kind of painted a little bit too, to where people are just kind of frustrated with well, all the things. I,
0: th- I think so. But then I think you also look at this really and say, the
1: previous battlefield,
0: but why am I going to pre-order this game so I can get access to the beta three days earlier?
1: Yeah. They're not really giving a reason. They're not giving enough of a bonus. Like I think they, they really put something, but the thing is, you don't want it to be where like people feel disadvantaged. I mean, that's kind of the, here's danger the thing that
0: th- I, this just came, this just came to me. I don't know why. PC gaming is a lot different than console gaming. If you are a console gamer and don't buy your games on the either the Xbox Marketplace or the PlayStation Marketplace, there is a limited quantity available. Your local GameStop or Target or Walmart or Best Buy only gets a certain amount of copies. So you do, in fact, and I used to pre-order those Call of Duties super early on because guess what? They would not have some. They wouldn't have them launch yeah. day. They'd all be, they'd be quote unquote sold out. It's totally yeah. different on the PC. There's no such thing as being sold out on the PC. doesn't exist. It's still like that on console. Well, if you're picking I, and now up a physical they have copy. all these.
1: Yeah. Now they have it where you preload and everything. You kind of have the same thing with wow. I mean, wow is probably the closest thing to where it used to be. People had to go to the store or have a copy shipped to them. Yeah which they didn't have amazon two day or one day you know like you weren't getting things the next day so you had to go to the store if you wanted it day of release you were waiting for that store for when it opened and you'd go pick it up
0: i mean that's i I did that with the xbox i've done that with plenty of games i mean i've said what was it the the uh uh, I, I i need some help in chat here was it Halo Reach? That that, that that we uh, stood out in front of GameStop in the middle of the winter? I, I froze my ass off in November of 2014 waiting out in front of GameStop to get the new Xbox. I mean, that stuff happens with physical products. But as more and more I transition into PC only, there's just no reason for me to... Pre- there's no reason to have $60 on my debit release, card. Yeah. Well, there's just no reason to have $60 on my debit card tied up because there's no advantage. Not that I, not that the sixty dollars, if I don't have it, means I don't eat. But, the, the, but why? Why do I need to pay today for the game to come out in three months when there's really no advantage? There's no reason for me to have the sixty dollars. I, I can just keep it. I'll just buy it the same day, unless Origin goes down or their credit card processor goes down. But that's, that doesn't happen. So yeah. there's just no reason. Now, if I was buying a physical copy, I'd have to call my local GameStop and say, "Hey, do you have any pre-orders? And they'd say, "No." I'm SOL. I got to find somebody that can get me a pre-order if I want it same day.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it could be just the market is changing to where what they're trying to
0: measure this off of isn't as valid as it used to be. I I, I, think, I think that's the case because there's just, there's no reason a game like Battlefield on the PC, which I, 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 more people play Battlefield on the PC than they do Call of Duty. Battlefield is a much more popular PC game than Call of Duty is. there's you don't pre there's no reason to pre-order unless you want and i I think
1: i think the only reason that they now the only reason you do pre-orders is because they give you some sort of a bonus for pre-ordering like you get some in-game item you get something that's the only motivation at this point in time i think for pre-ordering anymore yeah
0: which i mean
1: that's the only reason i mean that's not real motivation they're creating a false real motivation
0: yeah, I mean, and now there are games that do pre order bonuses, legitimate bonuses. I've got this Call of Duty mini fridge sitting behind me, and that was a pre order bonus. I mean, you pre ordered a. Sp- well, actually, it wasn't. Well, it was. It was a pre order. That's more of like a. But it was a pre order special edition. Whatever. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. And you have to pre order those because there's, again, there is a limited quantity. There's no. Steam does not have a, a, a limited copy of, of, of a game. It, they've got un, uh, unlimited keys that they can give you. Yeah. So they're, 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 there's there's not that physical limitation.
1: Yeah, I, it will be interesting to see once this does release, is it as low as what this guy's predicting? Or is this a sign that they're going to have to come up with a new way to figure out if they think a game is going to be successful?
0: And again, this 85% more people play COD on the PC. Excuse me, more people play COD on the Xbox and PlayStation, meaning... More people are playing physical copies of the game, meaning they're actually pre-ordering because they want it day one. I mean, that. I don't have the exact numbers, but I can tell you without a doubt more people play Battlefield on the PC than they do uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a much more popular console game than Battlefield is. Just because of how the game lends itself. And
1: I've not really played... I mean, I've not played a ton of Battlefield and... I just, it seems like Call of Duty has always been more of the, uh, yeah, the console feel of of PvP. and well, it, 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 it's rounds. not quite
0: so advanced. There's aim assist. There's yep. Battlefield is 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 a much more fine tuned game. The sniping in Battlefield, you can you are sniping people from much bigger open world. Oh, yeah, like a, as far as the map, it's it lends itself. It's it's a that's why it's more popular on PC because it's 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 a much more precise game than Call of Duty, which is just a running gun, shoot them up. Which is great for the console, because you know, you can you can sit on your couch and play. You don't have well, to. I have a
1: hard time playing Battlefield on the PS4 because of that fine-tune aiming. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It's much more difficult to do. It'd be much easier on a PC. Yeah,
0: because you're sitting 12 feet from your, 20 feet from your television. How the hell are you yeah. supposed to see what you're doing? No, but I'm saying, you are. You're sitting on your couch playing. How are you going to see what you're doing? I mean, at this yeah. point, I'm sitting an arm's length from my PC monitor. I'm sure you're Maybe an arm and a half length from your from your monitor. Yeah, about an arm. Yeah, length. that's a good yeah. salute. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's just it's different. Uh, but again, I'm buying I'm, I'm buying the new Battlefield. I'll be buying the new Call of Duty. I'll be buying Fallout, and I'll be begging for money on this podcast because I'm I'll be running over my budget. So you know that's uh, <laughs> that that that's what we'll do. But hey, it is I mean it is what it is. The pre-orders all right well we're way over time now
1: we are so um, all right we're we ready for my tip of the week
0: sure what is tip of
1: the week? all right typically tip of the week is where i either do a general helpful gaming tip or something maybe before specific for a game that we've been playing lately and i've been playing some we happy few so that's what it's going to be this is tip of the week All right, just a couple tips to uh, hopefully make life in uh, We Happy Few a little easier. Uh, one thing you may find that you're running short on storage in the game. Uh, perhaps you're carrying too many items. Uh, you're hitting your max carry weight in the character. You can actually store your items in your pneumatic stash at your base. So make sure before you leave, uh, you dump items in there. And those are more for long term. Uh, you won't have them with you, of course. But you know you probably are carrying a lot of items that you'll later use for crafting uh, that you won't need to use right away. So go through there before you leave your base, um, stash those items in there, and uh, and then if you need them later when you're you're crafting, uh, you have a crafting bench in your base. You can pull them out at that time and make items that you might need. Also, um, at your safe house, different safe houses, you may notice that there is a water tap out there. Uh, if you're having joy related side effects, make sure you drink out of that water tap. Um, that will help you to, uh, to get rid of some of those things that may be affecting your character. Also, uh, if you're in Wellington Wells and if if you haven't played this game yet, you maybe say, well, what is that? Uh, this is the location of the game. The water wells there are actually laced with joy. So if maybe you're suffering from joy related amnesia, uh, you can drink from these to slowly raise your joy level and help to, uh, to safely reduce those side effects. So, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that helps you in the game. Uh, but as you play the game more and more, you learn that mastering the, uh, the level of joy is, is required, uh, to get through certain areas, um, to not have people notice you, things like that. So, uh, hopefully that helps you to,
0: be able to master it a little bit better so that is tip of the week all righty thank you very much oh god that's not what i meant to put that <laughs> thank you thank you very You're much good. brian i'm telling you man i'm a i'm a mess today this i, I don't know what's wrong with me it's fine you, know, you just get some sleep tonight I, i'm not even tired i don't know what my problem is yeah just, er, everything's every I don't, I don't know things are just yeah, not having a drink this long. No, between. I mean, it's, it's, that's not it. I don't know what my problem is. I'm just like, I just, you never just feel off. I just feel off. I don't know what my problem is. Yeah. I'm just, I'm off.
1: I felt like that today. It was because, uh, you know, people, I think we talked about on the pre-show, but I had a family member, well, my wife, a wife member of my family, I guess my wife's family um, passed away. So we've just been dealing with getting things ready for the funeral and all that. So that just kind of messes with your head. Not that like I'm like depressed about it, but you know, that just, that just affects your week, right? Yeah. So,
0: yeah, so I felt like that. I don't way. have an excuse. I just, I don't know. I just feel weird. I'm so excited for PAX. That's what it is. You're <laughs> just getting anxiety. Uh, to be honest, I am a little anxious for PAX, but uh, that's, I don't believe. I, I had thing. anxiety I last year. I don't know why. Like, I don't get anxiety. I'm very, I'm very anxious because I have yet to test any of the equipment that we're going to be using. So uh, yeah. it's going to be great. <laughs> I. It'll be good. We'll 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 make it happen. Oh, believe me, we will. So, uh, game right. giveaway. Yeah, who's uh, who's getting the game? Let's... All right, can't let you leave Go here ahead. without stealing a game from somebody. Uh, Lock lower ninety
1: seven. Ah. Lock lower, long time listener, probably many time entering for the game. Yeah,
0: many time winner. I, I I've <laughs> seen that name pop up in the list before.
1: So. So congratulations, Locklore! I will send you a message. Actually, I'll probably send it to him inside of in, inside Discord. It just—it's a pain to send inside. They—they they made it a pain to uh, send to deal with sending somebody a message inside of uh, inside Steam, inside of Twitch. Uh,
0: yes, inside of Twitch. Ah, Falcon becoming the bit leader. Thank you very much, Falcon. Appreciate you as always. And uh, we have one more program before we. Uh, Head out to PAX West. So, oh yeah, PH saying a whole bunch of uh, Twitch PMs leaked last week. Yeah, I saw an article about that today. Uh, they weren't taking good care of their uh, their uh, direct messages. I don't system. have any juicy Twitch PMs. Oh, I bet you. <laughs> I guess not. I, <laughs> I bet you some people do. I don't have
1: uh, <laughs> any. Uh, mine's, mines are codes.
0: <laughs> hey, Steam codes. I'm a half hour hey, and redeemed. See, can I send your Steam code here? That's, yeah. Um, so, we're heading out there. Um, 10 days, the show starts. We'll be out there in nine days. You can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com forward slash packs. We're looking forward to it. You know, Lance is telling me how he's going to be flying out there first class, and he's going to have this whole great experience. And I said, oh, that's lovely. I'm flying <laughs> in the a, I'm flying in economy. So thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate you. So, there well, you go. Th- this will be, yeah, this
1: will be a lot of fun. I, the weather will be better It because, I mean, it, it was cold oh well, it was seats.
0: fantastic we had a blizzard oh it was amazing what blizzard. are you talking about
1: uh and so this should be really nice weather in seattle about this time of year so this will be this will be good
0: hopefully it doesn't you, rain
1: you probably do, yeah you, could, you don't need to bring a jack a jacket but you might want to bring something that'll hoodie water oh yeah no, so, probably not. whatever we'll figure it out whatever we'll probably won't be outside that much but they're, they're might be some walking. We we'll poning noobs all the whole
0: whole time. <laughs> there's, no, there's no time to be spending outside.
1: Right, is anyone bringing, bringing a console? Are we actually, are we going to play games in the hotel room at night? Or
0: That's somebody, else, somebody, somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else can do that. I'm not bringing anything. I have got all this other garbage. I've got to bring.
1: <laughs> yeah, lighting rigs and
0: tripods and cameras and. Well, I don't even know
1: what, like what kind of TV we have in there, so it's, it's got fun our, not worth messing around. We'll we, have plenty to do. Got
0: our I uh, got our friend uh, Sean will be joining us in uh, an, 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 an official uh, infection podcast polo, so he'll be part of the team. We'll be Thanks. rocking our uh, embroidered polo shirts out of packs. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good time. We're looking forward to it. Very good. All right. Well, are we good to
1: roll out? Uh, I, I guess so. All right. If you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, or check out my blog bite of tech.com. Make sure you go check out our website, uh, infectionpodcast.com And if you haven't joined our discord yet, discord yet, I encourage you to just go on there, click the link, join our discord server. And you can send messages, play games with people throughout the week, uh, submit news that you think might be interesting to the show. And, uh, it's just a place where people post all kinds of things. And we have a lot of fun in there. Um, and so, uh, also if you want to go find our Twitch channel in there, we have our YouTube channel, uh, we have our audio only forms of the podcast and we have all, all our show notes for every single show. There's sometimes we have news that we don't get to reach, uh, reach through the show. Cause we're caught up on one topic. Uh, we have all the notes of things we were expecting to hopefully talk about in there. So uh, make sure you check out the show notes each and every week.
0: Yeah. PH has reminded me, I'm going to bring, I'll bring my SNES and NES classic. My NES classic's got like 300 games on it that I may have illegally borrowed from the internet. So Oh uh, well, I'll bring those. Oh yeah, yeah, that would probably that yeah
1: that'd be a good thing. It'd be, it'd be great. Simple and
0: easy, small. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring all I'll bring those. Yeah, so that's what I'll be bringing out to packs. All right, Brian. Well, I'll uh, I'll see you Tuesday, and then I'll see you Thursday. And I, I mean, okay. and I'll see you Thursday. Yes, I'll be I'll touch you th- Thursday. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> it does, but it's a reality of the situation. There'll be a there'll be a, a firm handshake for all. So uh, yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I sleep in the same bed. You never know. Uh, you never know what happens. Uh, so what happens at a basement kinda. Airbnb in the west side of Seattle stays in a basement. Airbnb. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. Um righty, folks. Well, uh, we're here Tuesdays, even though we've had some Monday shows, crazy work work week last week. But my mission, my goal was accomplished. So we're good to go. Follow us on Twitter at InfectionCast when a show time or date or something changes. That's where we tweet. And join out. us Friday for Overwatch. Yes, right? I forgot. Overwatch Friday night. Join us for that. Um, so, yeah, follow us on Twitter at InfectionCast for updates when things change or whatnot. Uh, we'll be posting pictures from packs there and videos. We may do, uh, I think it's Periscope, the Twitter uh, video service. I think it's Periscope. Maybe we'll do some periscoping and stuff like that. So, definitely follow us on Twitter. Um, and uh yeah, we'll have a we'll have a good old time out there. So Alrighty folks. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in to episode one hundred and eighty-eight of Infection the Survival Podcast. Of course you can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M Craig. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.